word to wise. Grass only greener when it's fertilized. Gave them truth in these songs, they prefer the lies. Destiny beautiful, adrift in her purple lies. You can't see me, you see me. Wondering how I reach more evolutions than Evie and make it look easy. Dream on, dream yeah. Dream on, dream weaver. What is up, Earth's mightiest subscribers? It's your boy, Ernie. Blur without fear. Got the homie. Carter presents with me. Welcome to the 179th episode of the Blur Cave, the number one comic book news stream in this or any other Earth in the multiverse, which you can also find on pretty much every platform where good podcasts may be found after uh, the show has gone off the air. You can find us on Google. Uh, you can find us on Apple. You can find us on Spotify. One day we'll get on Audible. No, I'm lying. We're not going to get on Audible. We're not going to do that. But, uh, <laughs> Carter, we got a jam-packed show. Uh, we got, we got us a jam-packed show here. We are plotting our predictions for Black Panther with Condor Ever coming out in just five more days. Uh... Seemed like it was forever ago that it was. It felt like it was going to be never. <laughs> but uh, we get to do it. We, we we're going to get through it. We're going to get we're we're going to get through these next five days, and we're going to go see us some Wakanda forever, and it's going to be amazing. Carter, I don't want to stand on too much ceremony, so let's address. A couple of things real quick, and we're going to just jump right into it. First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to the homie Jamal Simmons with the 35 months. My God! Just out there, just, just, just digging, like, just, look, just, like, I, I like, I, right now, I'm just imagining Jamal Simmons just, just, just in the mine with, like, a little, little pan. Yeah, they had a little pan in the river. They'd just be, like, just shaking out, trying to, he just, just like, just, just, he's just, up there just getting that silver out for us. I think they did that for gold uh, back in the day. But <laughs> I broke Carter. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we also got the homie Gokhan, sure his baby's father with a $5 super chat. says, in the gym, listening to y'all, what up, club? Um, <clears throat> says, uh, Vision, better get that do-rag on because Wonder Man is coming. Wanda, better get ready. Hey, look, look. I'm a laugh. If Yahya Abdul Mateen II show up on that show and talking like Paul Bettany, I'm a holler. Like, if he uses Paul Bettany speech patterns, <laughs> we're going to find out Ultron saw a Wonder Man movie. <laughs> he saw Yahya Abdul Mateen II playing Steve Jobs somewhere and said, Yeah, this is how I want, this is how I want my vision to talk. But then he come up, but but if he come out with a do rag though, I, I will be I will be equally equally pleased with that because uh, you know y'all some of y'all may or may not know this, but Wonder Man do smash, he do smash on uh on uh that Scarlet Witch uh during the the West Coasty the West Coasty days. <laughs> if they're going by current Wonder Man, that's the only thing that he is going to smash. Period, because he a whole ass pacifist. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. he he hit nobody. If, if he can help it, that was the nastiest thing I remember reading in um, 
in Reminder's Uncanny Avengers. I was just like, why is what what is he avenging? He ain't laid not one hand on nobody. They walk in saber tooth with a leash on him like he a dog. I saw what y'all was trying to say, you fucking bastards. I saw you, Marvel. And then we got Rogue that ain't doing nothing. That's when they did the whole retcon of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. That's mm-hmm. one of the main reasons I remember that run. Plus, another reason I remember that run is just because you just can't forget Red Skull taking Xavier's brain, and now mm-hmm. I got the, I got the brain powers now, which didn't make not a lick of fucking sense. It didn't Plus, make no sense whatsoever. I was still giving Remender rope from Uncanny X Force. So mm-hmm. I said, if they give him an Avengers book and it's Uncanny Avengers, this got to be cold. Wrong. Wrong. It was just as that, that was, was just as mid as the second volume, if you all remember, of mm-hmm. Uncanny X Force, because there was a second volume. Mm-hmm. But and I got really excited about that volume because Bishop was in it, but mm-hmm. Bishop was possessed damn near the whole run by the damn big ass psychic bear. Oh, the demon bear, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was possessed by the demon bear for damn near the whole run of that book. <laughs> so. My uncanny X Force turned got me. Uh, it, it it turned me down, and and then the uncanny Avengers Volume One and Two. Even though Volume Two had better art, but Daniel Lacuna, that art was fire. But that story, I knew what y'all were trying to do by putting Sabretooth on a leash. I knew the symbolism. I saw it. I seen it. And anyway, <laughs> anyway, man, let's get to our uh, let's get to our topics. Okay, so first foremost. Black Panda, Black Panda, Lord, Black Panther. We can't even talk about it right now. See, I got to think of another thing we got to bring up because you, that was so nasty, but you just did. Oh, you never answered my question on Twitter. Oh, to my How Punisher? Far into that Punisher thread, did you? Get? Dude, I, uh, honestly, I, I think I saw the first reply and I was like, man, cut that shit off. <laughs> Punisher, one reason this Punisher run is terrible. Punisher flying. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of so okay. So here's the thing: the way I read that. Okay. Uh, you remember uh, what was it? Uh, Show enough on uh the last drag. He was like catching yeah. bullets with his teeth. Nigga, please. <laughs> That's what I thought of when uh when I read that first when I read that I was like, all right, let me let me dip out. I mean here here's the thing. He's done weirder shit. It, which oddly enough, it's it's crazy to say that. He literally just unleashed the Phoenix Force on somebody in one issue, and so flying is not the strangest thing that he's done so far it, for me. You ain't even got to go that far. They complaining about all this shit, Frank Cowser. He was he was working with the hand. He would never work with the hand. They trying to say that he uh he was only taking care of his family for X reason. He loved his family. He always loved his family. He wasn't never crazy. It was the war that made him crazy. He got superpowers. Why he got superpowers working with the hand? Like Frankencastle never existed. Oh, uh, uh, I'll I'll take you a step further. You finna bring up the Angel Lynch. Mm-hmm. Angel so Punisher. <laughs> Y'all don't want to talk about it. Like, like, when people start complaining about Punisher, like, I'm like, okay, first off, 
That was my argument every time people complained about him having the powers in this one. I was like, y'all ain't gonna sit here and act like that dude didn't have the the, the powers of a freaking archangel back in the uh, 90s or when, or, or the Frankencastle shit. I was like, hell, this is actually kind of tame by comparison. Uh, but, you yeah, know, anyway. When I saw the argument about Frank Castle always loved his family. They all just trying to make it seem like he never cared about them to begin with. Jason Aaron, because I'm going to keep it on Jason Aaron, is the same writer who took over Punisher Max mm-hmm. from, from Ennis. So if anybody and, knows, it would be him. <laughs> and the biggest twist he did in that Punisher series mm-hmm. was that the reason, which is kind of it's kind of actually a little dope extra thing, extra layer to put on Frank Castle. The reason Frank Castle is so fucked up about mm. his family getting gunned down mm. was because Jason Aaron wrote in Punisher Max that he was going to leave his wife and kids, mm-hmm. but as a last hoorah, he was going to take them to the park first before he let his wife know what time it was, and then they <laughs> got Jason did that. Look, hey, he just made a very strong case for uh, was it Harlem Nights? Remember old boy? Where he was like, "Hey, honey, it's daddy. Put mommy on the phone. <laughs> mommy, it's daddy. I ain't never coming home no more." <laughs> like now he wishing he'd have done that. <laughs> but I anyway, don't ever want to be with a woman that's that good. Bruh, the no, walls never. is that good. You talk to the baby first. The your baby is the one that's supposed to bring you back down to earth. He said, "Get your mama the phone. It's over with." <laughs> I don't ever want walls <laughs> that good. Mm-mm, no, uh-uh. the baby didn't completely got ignored. Got a hey, how you doing? Put your mama on. <laughs> he's Bruh. like, oh, he's like, oh, it's nice to talk. It's nice to talk to you. Now get the fuck off the phone. Get your mama. <laughs> but no. uh... <laughs> So just so everybody knows, just so everybody knows, and I actually get to do this for the first time uh, live on the show, we, once again, we are here to talk about, and I'm not going to fuck it up this time, uh, we're here to talk about Black Panther. Kung Fu uh, Forever! You, yeah, Kung about, Fu Forever! Jack Black screaming Kung Fu Forever in this um, <laughs> Oh my god. That shit's going to be, oh, anyway, no, I don't even want to think about that, I don't want to fucking think about it. Y'all, we got it's coming up. It's coming soon. Coming soon. We it literally just right around the corner. And the first thing I kind of want to uh uh you really dig into here before we get into our full on predictions is what we already know. What we already know about the movie so far, at least as far as like um like runtime and things like that. Like we know this is going to be one of the longest uh uh MCU films. Now, I don't think it's I don't know if it's the longest, but I think it's, it's definitely up there. It's going to be 2 hours uh and 41 minutes. Um I'm actually you know what? I kind of want to see. I want to see some real quick. Um actually I'm looking this up right now to see like what are some of like the the run times that we've that we've gotten so far. Actually, yeah, this is going to be. Ooh, man. Actually, this might be the longest. Yeah. This might actually be the Oh no, no, no. Endgame. Endgame is still the longest. This will be the second longest. 
this is gonna wind up being the second longest Marvel movie. Uh out of out of Marvel Studios at least. Um because yeah, Endgame was over three was a a minute over three hours. This uh this movie is going to be two hours and forty one minutes. That means there's a lot of stuff going on here. Now I will say to get a, to to kind of get around some of the other obvious stuff, um, we know this movie is going to center around grief. We know this movie is going to center around the uh, death of T'Challa. We don't know how he dies in this. We don't know any of it. Uh, I think it's safe to assume that whatever it is could very likely have to do with uh, the the villains. Or what are perceived to be the villains, um, of the film of the yeah you know, of the movie, but uh, it's like but at this point, at this precise moment in time, it could be we, we don't really we don't really have the full scoop yet. Uh, but one thing I will say, and Carter, this is something that I actually discovered I heard the other day uh, from uh, Ryan Coogler. Uh, recently, Ryan. Real quick, go ahead. Shoot, real, 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 real quick. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. People are looking are looking way too deep in the shit. Ernie, what's that shirt you got on right now? It's a TVA shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Time okay. variance authority. Yes, sir. All right. Is there any particular reason you chose that shirt to wear today? No. Okay. It was the. I, I, I tell you what. You, you know what it was. What? It was the first shirt that was on top of a pile of recently cleaned clothes. Okay. That was that that I saw when I woke up. All right. This shirt I'm wearing right now is one of those old ass Sean John Vote or Die t-shirts that I bought for like five or six dollars on a clearance rack at Macy's. It was the first thing I saw when I hopped out of the shower and I grabbed it out the dresser. I did not know midterms were going on. I didn't know any kind of voting or anything was going on, period. Stop looking so deep in the shit, please. Please, 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 please. There is no ulterior motive. Mm -mm. I'm not gaslighting anybody. I'm not playing dumb. I don't even know what fucking midterms are going on right now because I don't watch the news and I, I, honest to God, don't keep up with that shit if I can just keep it a buck with you. I'm wearing this shirt because it was the first fucking black shirt I saw in my dresser (laughs) because everyone who has seen me in LA, oh, what up, Carter Blair K? What did it do? Every time this motherfucker see me, they can confirm and tell you I'm probably wearing a black shirt. Yeah. So let's stop all this. There, There is no ulterior motives. I'm not gaslighting anybody. Sit your happy ass down. Uh, I was wondering, like, where's he going with this? Uh, that I, I looked over at the chat. I was like, oh, okay. I see what's going on. I mean, yeah, I didn't but, know where the fuck yeah. that came from, but let's, let's, let's not do that. You, I, you I will say this. Me. Having recently talked about voting on Twitter... I saw your shirt when I jumped into the chat for us to get ready for the show. Looked at it and said, huh, that's an appropriately timed shirt and moved on with my day. Uh, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't even say anything. I didn't even say anything to him about it. <laughs> I don't even know what's getting voted on. Maybe that's that's worse for me because I don't even know what midterms is going on right now. I, Maybe I shouldn't say that, but I, I, what the fuck are people voting on? I'll, I'll tell you after the show. Right. <laughs> I will tell you. Want to say, yeah. Don't get too much into it. I'm ignorant when it comes to that shit. Black man. <laughs> I was gonna say it, it would be more appropriate if it came from me because I'm the one who is like 
I'm almost too dialed in uh to political matters. Like I I I caught I realized the other day most of what I watch on YouTube it's not like other cuz I don't really watch other comic book creators uh, or content creators uh like a lot of people think I do. I watch some but I ain't checking for them like that cuz I don't like to poison my well with their ideas. I don't want people I've said this like multiple times. So like I watch Rob and Benny and Dope. I watch all their shit after I've done anything I'm going to do. Uh, Like, if I see Rob's got a video coming up about Fantastic Four, just to pick something out of the ether, I don't watch his shit till after I've, like, if I, especially if I have something coming up Fantastic Four related, I watch his shit after I'm done and then go on with my, and then I watch it and then go on with my day. Um... I watch way more political stuff uh, on YouTube. Like, that's most... 90% of my YouTube viewing is politic-related. <laughs> um, but that's neither here nor there. Point of the matter is, the upcoming uh, villains... Uh, supposed villains, Carter. The, the Tolokans, the not-Atlanteans. Uh, they are the ones who you know, we, we kind of got to look out for. But at the same time... One of the things that uh, I saw Ryan Coogler talking about was that this is going to be about grief. That the movie was always going to be about grief, even before the uh, untimely death of uh, Chadwick Boseman. So, for anyone thinking that they shoehorned Chadwick Boseman uh, into this movie as far as like his actual real-life death into the movie, that's actually not the case. He pretty much implied they were going to deal with grief one way or another. Like, somebody was going to die at some point, either, like, before the events of the movie or during the events of the movie, and grief would have had to have been dealt with. So, regardless, we were going to see a funeral. We were going to see a Wakandan funeral, regardless. Yeah, I think I read something where it said... uh... Yeah. They were, he was going to be dealing with like the people he had lost or mm-hmm. a lot of shit that had went on when he was blinked out. Yeah, yeah, that that's precisely. So, I mean, yeah, regardless of what anyone thinks, this is this was always going to be the mission statement. The only thing that really changed was who the focus of it was. Um, now, that also said... Uh, let's go ahead and get uh, some of these other more... Uh, I would dare say obvious, um, uh, obvious ones out of the way. Uh, we also know that uh, we're going to be seeing uh, characters like, ooh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, Riri Williams uh, is going to be in the movie. We know that uh, you know, a lot of. What's the best way to put this? A lot of the stuff, a lot of the, um, I guess, well, what's the best way to put it? A lot of the focus of this movie, at least some of it, a chunk of it, is going to deal with Riri Williams, uh, her meeting the Dora Milaje, so on and so forth. So we know that uh, we can expect that. Uh, we also know that, uh, Michaela Cole, uh, her character of Anika is also going to be in this. So, yeah, once again, these are all things that are just kind of out there in the open. Uh, and of course, 
Uh, we have also got the characters uh, Namora and Atuma. Who, for those that, if you can see, but they'll if you're those of you are going to be listening to this on Spotify later, you're not going to see what I'm talking about. But <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube with us right now, right here, Namora, and then over here, Atuma with the uh, hammerhead uh, shark bones on his head. But for the people on Spotify, just <laughs> picture the cornflake rooster, but blue. <laughs> you ain't goddamn. Oh my lord! Yeah, you'd have to be a certain age to get to get that reference. Uh, <laughs> but no, so these are these are some of the uh, these are the characters you can uh, you know, expect to see in this movie. And of course, we got all our uh, returning characters. Uh, you know, Angela Bassett, uh, who, if I'm not mistaken, may may or may not. Uh, she may or may not be, uh, up for, uh, an award, uh, for this. I've heard some, some rumblings, uh, uh, to that degree. Uh, we also got Lapita Nyong'o. She's going to be back as, uh, Nakia. Uh, and of course we got, uh, Letitia Wright, uh, who's going to be coming back as Shuri. And I think it's pretty obvious what else, uh, she is going to be doing, uh, you know, in this, um, in this movie, um, and what's his brother's name? Is Winston Duke? Uh, who's uh, Baku? Gonna be, yeah, oh. back. <laughs> God, this dude. He's gonna be back as uh, Ubaku, of course. And we have also uh, got Tenoch Huerta, who is uh, going to be playing uh, Namor the Submariner. Namor. <laughs> so we so let's get so we got all that out of the way. We got all that out of the way. Uh, let's see what else we got. So now let's get into the yeah. It says you know what you know since 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 uh you know what let, let, let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Since we got this brother up here, um, let, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and throw out my first prediction. Let's go. Ahead and, I'm gonna throw this out here. Namor will not be the villain of the movie the way a lot of people think. I don't think he's going to be the villain. I mean, he'll probably be the villain at first, just by nature of some of the things that uh, we see him doing in the trailer uh, and, and the various trailers. We, we at some points we see uh, the Condon's, uh, you know, getting drowned, their city being drowned. We see Namor like you know, he's flying around. Water is like bursting up everywhere. Uh, but what I actually think. Uh, what I actually think is going to, or who I actually think the, the real villain of the movie is going to be, and it's somebody that's actually been kind of kept in the background a lot, uh, and that's Atuma. I think Atuma's going to be the actual orchestrator of things in the movie. Um, for those who don't know, Atuma is one of uh, Namor's earliest villains. Uh, fellow Atlantean... Um, and a guy who is, what's the best way to put it? Uh, what's the best? A way to put guy it? who can die, and no one will be salty about this Marvel villain catching it. That's fair. That's actually a very fair statement. That's actually a very, it's actually a, a more fair statement than I probably would have given him. Um, but yes, that that's exactly what it is. he's a character who, if he died. No one would bat an eyelash. They would just say, oh, okay, cool. That dude's gone. Get him out of here. Because to be fair, that's kind of how he's treated in the comics. 
Um, he's a character that is not particularly important, but he is a character. And, and oh, when I say he's not particularly important, he's not particularly important to the overall scheme of the Marvel Comics universe. He is vaguely important to Namor. <laughs> so we'll 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 put it like, we'll put it like that. You gotta say Namor. Namor. That's Namor. why everybody on Twitter Namor. got mad because he said it in the movie as Namor. Actually, and you know what? All the comments said he wrong. He ain't supposed to say it like that. Spike Lee didn't say it like that. When I I knew they meant Stan Lee, but when the motherfuckers put Spike Lee, I laugh for a good ten minutes. Well, you know what's funny about it? What's really funny about it is everybody says it differently. I've noticed. Uh, I've always said Namor because that just makes the most sense to me. Um, but like, it's kind of like you remember uh, how people you say Thanos before the MCU. I know a lot of people that didn't say Thanos. They said Thanos. They would say Thanos as if it had a Y in it, or like it had a long A. I know uh, motherfuckers that when they were playing Street Fighter, they said Chun La. Mm-hmm. I remember Ryu. I, I still know. So, actually, we you're still so, saying Ryu. Look, don't, don't do look, that. Well, black no. folks still saying Ryu. Oh yeah, no, no, hundred percent. Well, no, actually, white folks saying it too because uh, my wife, uh, a friend of hers or ex friend of hers, whatever. Uh, she named her child Ryu, and I, and not Ryu, Ryu, and I laughed my ass off because she was like, "Yeah, he's named after that street, uh, after uh, uh, the character from Street Fighter." And they admitted it. Yeah, and and, and you know what? She got so mad at me because I said, "That's not how you say that name." I was like, "It's Ryu," and she was like, "Huh?" I was like, "Yeah, it's 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 Ryu." You don't. Oh, I, I was like, I, 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 I said, "My home." I, I, I was like, if it, if it, if his name if, if Ryu's name was pronounced Ryu, it would be R A I. Uh, Y U. But I said no. Ryu is something. I said I don't know what the hell your kid's named after, but it ain't Dude for Street Fighter. <laughs> yes, I told her that because I didn't like her. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> no. Um, but no. Get, getting back to it. Getting back. And 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 here's the thing. They actually addressed this uh recently too because I've heard various people say it different ways. Like like yeah, Stan Lee has said uh Namor before. But here's the thing. Stan Lee didn't create. Stanley didn't create that motherfucker. Harvard <laughs> Scott just brought me back to my child days. Shang Tsung? Oh my god. Shang Tsung. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it, here's it, okay, so here's it. <laughs> Bruh. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's common of the week. That is Blur oh, yeah. Cave common of the week. Well, remember, oh my god. Oh, you just knocked me back to where I was like, well, you know, because well, you know, we used to say Shang Tsung, we used to say uh, Saget, because of Bob Saget, but his name is actually Sagat. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. We all have our ways of pronouncing things, and that was something I actually heard someone talk about. They were talking about the difference between how some, like, okay, I've had this argument with people, because people get mad at me when I say Ra's al Ghul as opposed to Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. But the thing is... The creators had very different ideas about how to treat it, and he has been treated differently throughout the years. So honestly, you can say whatever the hell makes you feel comfortable. It's kind of like the same way that, like, and and I think Namor has always been the one for me because I kind of flip, I kind of flip flop back and forth. I think of it as a potato potato type of thing. My reasoning behind it is because if you look at his name, his name is just Roman spelled backwards, so it's not Romaine. Unless you just 
You got to stop trying to incorporate Maine. <laughs> Goddamn birthday, bro. You hey, 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 leave Wonder Maine alone. <laughs> leave Wonder Maine alone. But you no. I'm trying to get away with it, nigga. I coach you. I'm well, trying no. to get away from using that word, but I coach you. I coach you. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but, but the thing is, yeah, for me, it just, it, it always has made more sense to say Namor. Namor sounds weird to me, honestly. But I do say it sometimes. You like catch me slipping one day, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, Namor. Or I'll say Namor. Or Namor. Whatever. It just depends. Matter of fact, there's a video coming out where you'll probably hear me say it several different ways. That's a 30 minute long fucking video. I say I, I used think, to think you mm-hmm. said it different ways to mm-hmm. annoy people. There is that always too. those comments where somebody's trying to correct pronounce you. it. It's pronounced you. this way, not like there's a lot of grammar police on the internet because policing someone's grammar, how they pronounce things, is like kind of a it's a way to to boost yourself to make yourself feel better about yourself. No one, I don't think I've ever met too many people who actually correct someone's pronunciation or how they say something who weren't trying to be a dick. Like, yeah, there are some people who, like, are genuinely trying to educate, but, like, 99.9% of the time, it's usually someone being an asshole. Very rare is it someone actually being, trying to be cool about it. But no, um, but anyway, getting away from all that. Um, the whole thing is, I think, while, yes, he is going to be, he's definitely going to be a problem. Uh, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. Nam Namor's gonna be a problem for a lot of people. He's 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 gonna be a whole issue for some folks. The guy is it's, it's just the nature of uh the character. Yes, he is going to do some bad shit. He is gonna do some terrible things uh in this movie. However, I think a lot of it is gonna be the direct result of that guy. That guy gassing his head up. And getting him to do something he probably would not have done normally. So that the next is big yeah. Black Panther villain, according to the Blair Without Fear, just a big ass instigator. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but here, a here's blue ass instigator. Okay. Well, I mean, but here's the thing though. That's kind of how it was in the first movie. Because remember, yeah, Killmonger's the bad guy, but Killmonger wouldn't have gotten half as far as he did without Gollum. <laughs> well no 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 he wouldn't have gotten half as far as he did without wakabi because wakabi let him in and wakabi was the one who was like nah let's hear this dude out you oh you talking about get out, out. yeah get, get out. out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah daniel akuya uh uh he was the one that was like no 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 let's hear him out let's hear what he got to say because 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 he was mad he was mad because the Chala didn't want to kill Claw, <laughs> but uh, they kind of, which kind of took me back to the Jonathan Hickman New Avengers when uh, the Chala's ancestors was like, "So um, you ain't <laughs> you, 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 you ain't sliced up Namor yet." <laughs> That's your slice sound effect. <laughs> yeah, because. <it's... laughs> That's the that's the blood like sliding off the blade when it go in, but no, uh, <laughs> but that that's my that that's my first. But I don't think he's I don't think he's actually going to be the actual whole villain of the movie. Yeah, he's gonna do bad things. Yeah, it it'll wind up being one of those deals where in the end he's still gonna be a dick about it. Like like what's I'm not saying he's gonna 
man, T'Challa, I, 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 or not T'Challa, but, uh, uh to, cause yeah, he gone. <laughs> Wait, no. Wait. First we had a black panda, <laughs> Namor around here talking to dead spirits. That's, that's look, what we're hearing from you, huh? Look, no, well, no, cause you're like, you know, we, we gonna do this like, uh, like one of them old 90s, but he gonna, he gonna go to T'Challa Gray be like, man, look, man, homie, I'm sorry. Uh, I, <laughs> No, yeah, he ain't gonna do that. Uh, it, but yeah, that, that's my first one. What you got? <laughs> I don't know. What? My, th- mine's a, a pretty big one. Mine's okay, big go one. ahead, go ahead. Let, let, let off, King. Let off. With everything you said about the big blue instigator, the big blue gaslighter, as he's being referred to in the chat right now, <laughs> my prediction see i kind of want you to finish you know what finish yours finish yours that was no well no that was that was my first prediction or you want me to do or you tell me to share my other predictions please okay all right i will share my other predictions uh okay so i will say that for my other prediction and this one is i'm not saying that it'll happen during the movie I don't think it'll happen, it, or maybe it will. I think, because Kevin, because of some things Kevin Feige said very recently. Not saying it's going to happen during the movie, but I do believe, at the very least, in a post-credit stinger, we are going to get some kind of reference to the X-Men. Uh, and, and, and just, and just to solidify that previously on X-Men, we are, uh, <laughs> we are going to get some kind of a nod or something. I'm not saying it'll be like, like, once again, I want to make sure I, 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 I am clear about this. I'm not saying it's going to be the plot of the movie cause it's not, uh, but it has been made clearly obvious that that Namor is a mutant in this movie. As a matter of fact, I have even heard Ryan Coogler and Kevin Feige refer to him as much in the movie and in the MCU as being a mutant. And if that is the case, I think they are going to lean into uh uh the 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 Marvel Comics universe where he is referred to as the first mutant, even though technically he's not. Oh, uh, you, you think we're gonna hear a uh, a recon? Because we've heard it in Miss Marvel, we've mm-hmm. heard it on Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. You think we're gonna hear a Wakandan rendition of that cartoon? <laughs> Wait, you, you, hear them, you gonna hear the drums? Wait, wait, wait! Remember, like, remember, remember, Carter. I want to, I want to test you. I want to test your age. Remember how back in the '90s, whenever you had a TV show. The intro always had to have them African flutes and shit in the background. Yes. That that's what you you hear like that but yeah. Don't ask me why I started thinking about cool runnings and that shit playing in my yeah. <laughs> Well no, because I was thinking about like I remember we were watching uh, uh Cynthia and I were watching something. It was, uh, I think it might have been like, they were watching like old episodes of ER or some shit because she just wanted to go down memory lane or some shit. And every time the intro came on, I was like, damn, I was like, God damn, all these shows had it. And then I actually went somewhere and found the Mantis 
online, and I was watching it, and the intro for that had the same thing. And then I just started going down the rabbit hole. All these other 90s shows, a lot of them had, like, those just generic African uh, drums and flutes and shit in the background. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, but yeah, as far as where it'll be, I think it'll be the mid credit stinger. Cause that's the one everybody is always hyped for. I think the post credit singer is stinger is going to be something a little less, uh, important, not saying it won't be important, but just, I think it's going to be something not X-Men related. Um, but I guess, you know, while I'm on that role of, uh, of, uh, you know, talking about the, the X-Men, uh, the X-Men side of it. I do also believe something else will get teased. And I know some people think, oh, no, nah, Blurred, you're, you're, you're reaching too far. You're reaching too far, Blurred. It won't happen. It's too wild. You're going to say, you're going you're to say I'm being too speculative. But no, I think we'll also see something in reference. Actually, I don't even think this will be a post-credit stinger, though I think it could be. Uh, I was, I think this could actually be more directly referenced, um, and that's Doctor Doom. And the reason why I say that Doctor Doom is a possibility is because Doctor Doom was originally one of the one of the potential villains that Ryan Coogler wanted to use. Uh, that's something that's, uh, come out recently, uh, that, uh, originally, uh, uh, originally, originally, that he had a choice between two villains that could have been in this film, and he decided to go with Namor over Dr. Doom for his own personal reasons. Um, but I also think that's interesting because, you know, Namor, Dr. Doom have a lot of history, but I wouldn't, but Carter, tell me how cold you would think this is. You sitting there watching a movie. You get to the post credits. This is one of my predictions, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Here. I'm gonna say my piece and then you go off. Um could you imagine a scene? And, and I just I, I just I find this shit so amazing. But could you imagine a scene where how do I want to frame this? Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Movie's over. We're in the post credits. We see Namor go. He's swimming somewhere. And do do you remember the I'm such a dirty man? <laughs> <laughs> this man, the Lord, get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Anyway, you uh, did you ever read uh the um the Reggie Hudlin? Uh, the Reggie Hudlin run on uh, Black Panther. Did you ever read that? It was when Shuri. It was when Shuri was uh was was taking over basically. It is in my comicsology. <laughs> okay. Well, here I'll give you an idea. I'll give you an idea. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the frame. I'm gonna set the frame up for you. I'm gonna set the frame up for you here. Here, let's do it like this. Um. So. This shot right here. My phone to confirm it. It is on my comic college. There you go. So here, I'm gonna here. Now I'll, I'll do oh, here. Let me let's do it. Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. So you see right here, uh Namor's popping up out this little uh little hole in the floor. 
Now, in this scene, he's greeting Black Panther. He's meeting with Black Panther uh, in Wakanda. This is his little area where he comes to meet up. So, what if, instead of this, what if this was Latveria? And, uh, and when he pops about Doom just sitting on the throne, and let's say for whatever, re- let's say for whatever reason, something bad happens towards the end of the movie, and Nama realizes that people are, are fucking with Atlantis now, because now, you know, because all the stuff that's gone on Wakanda, Atlantis is out in the open now, and Doom just like, see... Told you should have worked with me from the start. Kind of like what he did in, uh, do you remember how he did in, um, I think this was in New Avengers. Actually, this was in New Avengers, um. Hickman's? Hickman's New Avengers, where Namor went to Doctor Doom. Because, um, all the shit that was going on with the incursions. And he, he... yeah, I think I think he I was read trying, that run front to back. So yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that like because that that was actually my favorite part of his time writing anything Avengers related. Um, but there was a part in there where uh yeah he was meeting with Doom and Doom was like he was like here let me let me pull this up right here. Oh uh, yeah, right here. Bam, this is it right here. Namor was asked that dude said you could have come to me first. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, in yeah. not so many words, it was fuck out of here. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> look, he said, you dragged the stinking carcass of your failure to my door. <laughs> That's like, I could imagine a scene like that playing out in the post credit, like mid credit, uh, uh, stinger. I could, I could easily see, I could easily see something like that. Uh, you uh, waited out. until the bully whooped your ass to come ask me for help. You mm-hmm. should have asked me for help before the fight started. Mm-hmm. Because you thought you was big man enough to go over there and got your ass whooped. You gonna have to hold that big time. Oh yeah, hold that L, pimp. Like wait a minute, I want to, I want to go back. Look at that. Hold that L, pimp. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at his face. Look at his face. Look like he yelled "Imperious Rex" and got dunked on. Look, <laughs> he said, "Should come to me first, but you did not. I can forgive your initial dalliances with Richards and the others. Their nature is not conducive to such practicality. But after that, you chose to throw in with your subhuman lot. Now That's you the- regret it." <laughs> And that's the one thing. I see Drake45 in the chat saying uh, Doom is no man's second. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Doom's second. This was like he was at his wits end because he yeah. already had Thanos and uh, and uh, whatever was I want to say Black Swan was her name. Yeah, Black Swan. That's all right. Yeah, Thanos. You see how I said the name? Did y'all catch it? See, but, see, see, see. <laughs> but he was like fourth, fifth after shit that already went and left. Yeah, because so, yeah, he didn't work. Yeah. yeah. He started a cabal. Like yeah. <laughs> hold that. Yeah. Hold well, that. Well and not only that, I wanna I wanna pull this one up too. I wanna pull this one up too. Uh here I'll I'm gonna zoom this out just a little bit just so you can see all of it. But Boy, could this you right, imagine if Tanook had them eyebrows. Woo Ooh, man. Dude, them eyebrows used to be problematic. Like that dude's eyebrows look like Vegeta hairline. Lord. Uh but <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, uh, but no. The reason why I bring this up is because I could also see it go this way too, where like you, know, uh, you know, Namor's like, "Hey, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do right," and Doom come in and be like, "Nah, nah, nah. See, you doing it wrong, pimp. We, we, look, we could rule this motherfucker. 
you bullshitting. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But what do you think, Arthur? What do you think about that? What do you you said you had some you you were on the same wavelength. So my prediction mm-hmm. when it pertains to Doom was that I think it's it's I personally think if if I can if I can pull an Ernie real quick and remind you of the leaks from way back when mm-hmm. that pretty much confirmed that Doom was going to be out and about in this. I think that we are going to see Doom in this film. Mm-hmm. But I think that after that, we're going to see Doom much sooner rather than later. I think a lot of people think that they might actually entice us with this and we might have to wait until a Fantastic Four or something like that comes around. No. I think we're going to see Doc Doom a lot sooner than people are thinking. Yeah, because he's not the villain of... Uh, it's already been confirmed. He's not going to be the villain of the Fantastic Four movie. At least not the central villain. I'm thinking, and I'm not saying this because I have had conversations with certain people, but I'm saying we might even see him pop up in Mm -hmm. one of the in one of these Marvel shows. Mm -hmm. I'm saying we might see him pop up in one of the films that's coming out relatively soon. I think the King Latveria is going to be out and about in full effect, and it's going to happen. Fast, mm-hmm. so that was gonna be my first. That was gonna be one of my predictions when it when it pertains to Doctor Doom. Is that we're gonna see him in Black Panther, but we also gonna see him way sooner than after. Yeah, so yeah, I like that. I'm just like I said, we just putting it out there, just putting it out there. I'm I'm, I'm putting it out there into the world and just yeah, there we go. Um, I, let, let's let's go with another one here. Um, this is less. Important. I think this is actually kind of more of a common sense prediction. Um, but um, I think the suit that we see Ironheart use uh, uh, during the uh, during the course of this movie, which we don't really get many. We don't really get many uh, shots uh, of the suit in the trailers, at least you know, not directly. Like this is actually probably one of the clearest. Uh, this is probably one of the clearest shots we get in the movie of one of the suits that uh, uh, that she sports. And then we've also seen promotional material showing this suit off. Um, uh, now, what I think when we get to uh, you know, the latter portions of this. Yeah, and, and once again, I also want to kind of, um, also kind of want to show, I think here, let me see if I can find this. Um, I don't think I actually have it in, um, I don't think I actually have it in my, oh, that's because I'm using the wrong one, duh. Anyway, the, I think I have this in one of my other folders, uh, one of my other image folders. But basically, the long and short of it is, I feel like 
some of the other, like, the toys that we have seen that have depicted uh, Riri in different uh, outfits and whatnot, like, like, uh, like this right here, this, I think, is going to get destroyed by the time, like, whatever is going on, this shit is going to get broke the fuck off. Um, by the time we actually get, uh, to the end of this film, uh, whatever is happening, I have a feeling that whatever suit she is creating, all of it is going to get fucking destroyed because we know by the time we get to, uh, her TV show, which has been confirmed, takes place immediately after this movie. Uh, you know, we see her with, you know, something a little different, like she's, uh, or, and some of this could be flashback stuff, you never know, but I think whatever suit she has by the end of Wakanda Forever is not going, uh, to be in that show, at least not in a, uh, a present day, uh, capacity. Well, since you are bringing up Riri, mm. my next prediction was going to be that I think... When it comes to heroics and when it comes to lives being saved and what have you, I think the main person that's going to be doing that when it's not Michonne and Dora Mila J's, I said that to make people mad. I know what they're called. <laughs> I think it's going to be primarily Ironheart. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, I can actually go into my, my predictions now, but I think that people, again, because I've said this several times, a lot of y'all going to be mad at this movie. I think w this is going to be a film where it is Riri's time to shine and shut up quite a few people. I think she's going to be the main one that's going to have eyes on them and the main sister that is going to show out in this film. Mm. The reason that I say that is because I honestly don't believe, and this is another prediction of mine, mm -hmm. we are not going to see Black Panther to roughly the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. But why, Carter? Because I think that most of the heavy lifting will be done by Ironheart. I think most of the heavy lifting is going to be done by this girl because I don't think, another prediction, that Shuri is going to be Black Panther until the end of the movie. Why? Can you bring up the blue gaslighter, please, Ernie? <laughs> yes, uh, I, I will. I will. I will bring up E of the blue gaslight. Uh, here you go. The reason I think that Shuri will not be Black Panther until the end of the movie is because Shuri don't want to be Black Panther. I think the reason she is going to be Black Panther is because of this big blue motherfucker right here. Why? And this is my big prediction. This is the one that's going to have Ernie yelling at me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Angela Bassett does not make it to the end of this movie. Dare yeah. I say, Angela Bassett don't make it to the halfway mark of this movie. I think this woman has been waiting to exhale for 20 years and she's finally going to exhale the last bit of her life for us because of the big blue gaslight. And I think that is going to be why Shuri finally puts on the suit. 
Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, I like it, I like it, I like it. I I, I hate that we got to lose Angela, but that that that's yeah. Hey, it, it 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 is what it is. We're gonna we're gonna have two funerals, I guess. We're gonna have a we 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 gonna have the funeral. We had the 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 funeral for T'Challa, and then we gonna have the funeral. Uh, for the Queen Mother, that would be mess. You know what? It, here's the thing: for those that, that that might think that this is crazy, need I remind you? You know what? I don't even mean to cut you off, but look what you just posted. Yeah, does that look like she she crying for T'Challa, or does that look like she is distraught because her mama just got sent to the gulag? Oh yeah, no, that that's the mama cry. That's the ugly mama. My mama just died. Oh, cry. Talking about people. <laughs> well, and here's the thing: I want to point out something here too. For anyone thinking that there's no precedent for this, um, Ramonda has been clapped before. She'd have been clapped. Matter of fact, um, if I remember correctly, and this was during the Coats run, uh, she died, went to the Wakandan ancestral plane. And came back. Like she went on like a spirit quest. <laughs> like a <clears throat> vision quest. <laughs> and she came back. So I mean, here's the thing. This is why I keep telling people it's not that big a deal that they didn't recast T'Challa for this movie. Because one of the things that we have to kind of remember Death in Wakanda, while yes, it can be final for some people, but people who are more closely connected to Bost, they have ways of coming back. Because Shuri, might I remind you, Shuri was in a similar position and came back. And right now, I think they also did something along a similar line with Nakia. Uh, not the not the Nakia of uh that was uh that was the villain Malice, but the one that came from the uh, intergalactic empire. Uh, she went to the same uh uh, uh ancestral plane. Or actually, no, I think I misremembered. Ramon, I don't think Ramonda did die. Shuri Shuri was the one that was talking, about, and that's how Shuri came back. But still, just the same. Just because you die, don't mean you can't come back. <laughs> Not to mention, it's comic books, y'all. It's comics. Fucking comics. But anyway, uh, Carter, did you have anything yeah. else to add to that? Yes, I did. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go off, King, go off. Now, this is the one where I think you yourself, Mr. Mm-hmm. Blair Without Fear, sir, are going to call bullshit. Okay, try me. I might, you, I might surprise you. My last big prediction, because well, let's, let's go back real quick. Because I see a lot of people calling, trying to say I'm wrong for what I'm saying about Angela Bassett. Would it not make sense mm-hmm. if this woman just lost? She's lost her man. She lost her. She lost her son. Would it not make a lot more sense for her to get got and then just be like, "You sisters are the new breed who need to put your best foot forward and handle it." I feel like that makes a lot of sense. But anyway. <laughs> my last big prediction mm-hmm. 
Shuri is going to be Black Panther in this film. I, I said that Shuri won't be Black Panther until the end of this film. One reason I am also thinking that is because I think mm-hmm. we might see crumbs, breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. That this is a one-off for Shuri. Mm-hmm. And I think we might be introduced to someone else who might very well take up the mantle. Okay. Not in this film, but somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. But I say all that to say, I think Shuri is only going to be Black Panther for this film. We're going to get introduced to somebody else who's going to take up that mantle. She is only becoming Black Panther because we saw what Namor did to Wakanda. We know none of them can swim. Now we got my other prediction saying her mama got sent to the upper room. So I don't think Shuri's going to be Black Panther in the next whatever Black Panther Wakanda anything we get. This is simply a one-off. I do it this one time. Somebody else need to get it afterwards. Well, and I will, uh, I tell you, here's, this is just a, you know, for me, uh, for me, I think what could potentially happen. I think that while yes, we will get a what a Shuri that'll be the Black Panther for a little bit. I actually don't think it'll be as much a one-off. And this is where I'm going to be going back to the comics for this. Okay, please. We must remember, we must remember that while Shuri was Black Panther, when T'Challa recovered from his injuries, uh, because those don't remember, that was actually how she became uh, the Black Panther. It was because Doom, Dr. Doom, had attacked uh, Black Panther. Had 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 uh caught him while he was while he has guard down. He wanted and, to be the pastor of Latveria and lay hands mm-hmm. on his subjects. I mean, he really did. He really, really, really did. Like he, dude, he, like he whiz as 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 zooped. T'Challa's ass. He blew that motherfucker up everything. T'Challa was laid up for like a year, I think it was. But the thing is, T'Challa recovered from his injuries, came back, but that didn't stop Shuri from remaining as the queen. Uh, uh, for those that uh that that you know maybe <laughs> were what you thought I was gonna you thought I was gonna give this up. Right, right, like, no, nah, pimp. I, I, look, look, T'Challa. I remember reading that. Like, what yeah, the fuck look, you think this was. Look, T'Challa came back and was like, "All right, cool. Thank you for holding, keep my seat warm, sis." And she was like, "Uh, excuse me." You are alive, big bro. Get your hand off my motherfucking chair. Right. <laughs> Uh, you, need, you need to be over here somewhere. Get your ass off my seat. That's what they're. I mean, like, look, I'm. I'm just gonna pull like right here. Bam. <laughs> she like, uh, excuse me. 
Uh, no, no, this, this, this mine. This, see this spur? This spur? This mine. You, you, you don't get spears. Rulers get spears. <laughs> but no, I think that. I think that whatever they do as far as Black Panther going forward, if they do end up... I do think breadcrumbs will be laid out uh, for the return of T'Challa. It's actually something else I think could be a, even a potential post-credit. Uh, kind of similar to what we got. Say that you, again? You said the return? Well, you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that... Because eventually at some point, they are going to recast T'Challa. That's not a... that 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 is something that will happen eventually. I don't know who they will get, but I think what's gonna be—I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna plant the seeds for a return. Like I'm not saying they're gonna actually like bring that motherfucker back at the end of the movie, but what I'm saying is like, remember how, remember how, um, it was something we kind of talked about what they did with the uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. They did a thing at the end, uh, and. Spoilers, if you haven't seen Thor Love and Thunder, if you haven't seen it by now, you weren't going to see it. Uh, but when Jane goes to Valhalla, and they kind of leave her with this look on her face that could be taken different ways. Like, you can tell a part of her is, like, happy, but you can also tell another part of her is like, yeah, I don't want to be here. That, like, I, I'm not saying that's how it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be shocked if we saw something where, uh, and not saying they'll actually, because they said they're not going to use CG or anything like that to, uh, to put, uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman in the movie. They've already said that. They're not going to use CG or anything like that. They might use a, like, I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion he's, that the character of T'Challa is in the movie to some degree or another because they have to depict it in some way. I don't know how that's going to play out. But I do feel like at some point during the movie, there will be break, little, little seeds planted that people who die, especially if they, if they have um, partook of the heart-shaped herb, can come back. Uh, under certain circumstances. I wouldn't be shocked. Because honestly, they've kind of kept this one in their back pocket. Because You got to think about it. They've done this shit in the comics too. Like with Killmonger. Killmonger's died like... I think... No, just the one time. Or no, he's died twice now. He's died twice now. But he's come back once. And it was through spurious means, but still. You can come back... In under certain circumstances. So I wouldn't be shocked if they laid some kind of seed. But even if they do, like, let's say the next Black Panther movie. Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther, Wakanda for never. Or Wakanda, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 or wait, or wait, I want to do it like Batman. They had Batman forever. They had Batman and Robin. You can have uh, Black Panther, uh, Shuri and T'Challa. <laughs> T'Challa and Shuri. No, um, no, whenever, whenever they do that again, uh, whenever they do the next Black Panther movie, I wouldn't be shocked if they did go ahead and say, okay, yeah, we're recasting, but in this, in this particular instance, regardless of the fact that, you know, if we bring T'Challa back, Shuri will still also be Black Panther too. Like, th that, that, that's not gonna change. That's, the status quo won't be any, uh, different, if that makes any sense. Um... This one is actually less less a prediction, more just point out something that's painfully obvious from the trailers. 
Um, I think Talok, which is where uh, Namor is king, and Wakanda might have been allies at first. Before everything falls out. Because it is actually hinted at in the trailers. And uh, if you think I'm being crazy about this. If you think that, oh, here, here goes Ernie on another one of his wild-ass, unfounded conspiracy theories. Which usually mine aren't conspiracy theories, but that's a whole other story altogether. Anyway. Uh, but the reason why I say that is because there's a shot in one of the trailers that a lot of people don't pay attention to. <laughs> and it's a shot of Shuri and Namor. In the same place, at the exact same time. <laughs> I am under an impression that at some point in this movie, they, whether it's something that has taken place beforehand, because it, it's also made pretty obvious in the trailers that, and one of the, a, a scene they showed from the movie that was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel recently, that the Wakandans, have, they kind of imply the Wakandans don't know who the Tolokans are. But then it kind of becomes this whole deal where it's like, oh, wait, here you are. So it's not one of those deals. I don't think it's one of those deals going to be like an outright attack. It does kind of seem as though um, the Tolokans and uh, Wakandans will be allies at first. And then once again, going back to my... Um, that big blue gaslighter. Yeah, the, the, yeah, exactly. The big blue gaslighter. And honestly, I feel like that should be his name. Now. Like, like uh, th 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 That's... That's Atuma's name now. His name ain't even Atuma no more. He's just a big blue gaslighter. I think Atuma is going to be in, Na in, in Namor's ear and just, just be like, no, 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 uh-uh, uh-uh. Nah, mm. They talk shit about your daddy. <laughs> they, they say something about your mama. <laughs> See, look at, like, like you know what he's going to do? Remember how, um... I remember how like sometimes they do the in the in the movies and TV shows they want to show like the corrupt cops like yeah man sprinkle some crack on him like, that's what he gonna do like he gonna he gonna take a bag of uh, uh, anti camp hot fries bust it open and just sprinkle it in the in in the water when when Namor ain't looking but like see look I told you they was in here polluting <laughs> they they go well he'll be like here go ahead he's like hey Namor look over that way and he'll be like Namor be like huh. And then, two, man, look at this. Look at this. Dude, I just saw Shuri over here just dumping some Andy Camp hot fries in your ocean. We got, we, we, we got to ride on them now. <laughs> look, look, he's going to be like, no, 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 man. We got to ride on them. Look at him. Look at what they doing. <laughs> I will say at least it was hot fries. Because if it was Cheddar Fries, Ooh. this would have had to have been a whole damn movie trilogy. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> this would have had to been a trilogy if it was Cheddar Fries. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I would have been front and center. I would have been arguing with every motherfucker that's talking about shit. It's Black Panther. Fuck y'all. It's Cheddar Fries at stake here, okay? This mm -hmm. is serious. This is kind of serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, but no, with that, uh, that, I think that, that was my last, I think that was my last prediction. Okay. Yes, that's my last prediction. Did you have anything else? I'm good. Okay, all right. I don't think I can come back from 
<laughs> the queen just getting got. I was there to come back from that. That, that man, he just sacrificed. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm Look, the, the, the queen mother is your sacrificial Negro. Like, God damn. He said, man, we're going to just offer up. We're just going to offer up the Queen Mother, and she just, look, look, they tell me, like, everything going to be all. Like, no, it well, ain't. She going to be like, it ain't going to be all right. <laughs> like, I honestly don't think, like, Namor ain't going nowhere because this has nothing to do with Black Panther, but I'm fairly certain, and, and I don't mean to dog him like this. I don't mean for this to be a diss in the slightest, but mm-hmm. this actor I've really never heard of like that. Mm-hmm. On a lot of on a lot of things, and the reason that I say that is because I don't think he's they're gonna kill him off because I personally believe they might do something with him and the defenders down the line. Well, yeah, no, I, they they've made it pretty clear he is going to be he's gonna be around. He ain't going nowhere. Uh, he is he is most certainly not going anywhere. Um, they've made it pretty clear that. He's a character that's going to be sticking around. Matter of fact, to put a finer point on it, it was recently revealed he was supposed to be in Multiverse of Madness originally. Oh, wow. He was actually written in to Multiverse of Madness to be on the Illuminati. But they ended up not doing it because I think Kevin Feige blocked it because he said he had other plans for the character. And when Kevin Fe- when Kevin Feige says you can't use something because we're gonna do something with it later, that's a very clear sign that that they have major plans uh, for uh, Tenoch Huerta as uh, as Namor. And the thing is, and if you're not familiar with him, I've actually seen him in other stuff. Uh, I didn't. I remember when we first reported uh, on his uh, on his being. In the uh, in the movie, it was roughly around the time that um um it was rough around the time that uh, the first purge came out, or not the first, or no, not the first purge, the forever purge. That was the first movie I'd actually seen okay. uh, to know because he plays one of the uh, main protagonists. Yeah, he is one of like the little mm-hmm. farmer motherfuckers, isn't mm-hmm. he? He's the main hey, one. I just thought about he's, it. Yeah, he's he's oh. the he's the husband. He's the husband of the the uh, the other. That's the, right. Yeah. That's so he's right. he's technically like because like, it's it's him and her, and then there's like the the the, 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 the white, white couple. family. Yeah. yeah so I, it's oh my yeah. god, I just forgot about that's that. That's it. Completely forgot about that. Yeah, he looks he wow. looks very different now. He looks very because yeah, look that that boiled chicken breast and broccoli hit different. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, boiled chicken breast and broccoli. That's the standard uh, MCU. I just uh, hope mm-hmm. he doesn't say imperious rex at any point in this film because if he says it i'm giving the movie 10 out of 10 oh he gonna say it he's gonna say it uh this they, is why yeah. all of you people that love spider-man 2 the fact that he didn't say the die is cast the movie is garbage to me the fact they didn't make Otto octavia say the die is cast whooping toby mcguire that movie is trash well yeah it's kind of like remember the remember the joss get, whedon Remember how Joss Whedon just kept he kept teasing Avengers Assemble? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he'd be like Avengers. You ready? Then he cut the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like you a hoe. If I get one Imperious Rex, this movie is fire by default. 
So I will say this much. Ever since I read, and uh, I know, um, I know, I know, Carter is not a fan uh, uh, of this of this comic. But one of my favorite uses. <laughs> One of my favorite uses of uh, Imperious Rex uh, actually came during um, Jason Aaron's Avengers. <laughs> when uh, there's a there's a I think it's one of the I think it was I forget which issue it was, but Namor's just chilling uh, in Atlantis in a you know, getting his drink on, and you tell that motherfucker is mad. And, <laughs> and you just, you see this dude, he just like, imperious damn Rex. <laughs> I don't know what imperious Rex means, but if I hear it shouted in Wakanda by this man, the movie is off the chain. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, off rip. Now I will say this, I will say this, it, um... It's funny. I actually just, because, uh, you know, uh, I, I said earlier that I was uh motherfucker in all caps. So every time I would see him scream it, I would just giggle every time. <laughs> this motherfucker. No. Um... You see? You see? <laughs> anyway. So basically, uh, uh, we dropped frames, but here, we're just going to keep, we're just going gonna to keep going. Um, so no, it's basically meant, um... Rex basically means king in Latin. Um, imperious is that's something else. Uh, it is also Latin, but um, it's kind of just a battle cry. It's kind of just a uh, just a battle cry that he uses, but he also uses it for other stuff. Oh, Carter, that's what I'm going to tell you. My second favorite usage. Uh, of Imperious Rex. You're going to laugh at this one, Carter, considering what you did recently. Um, did you ever read the... Well, this once again, this, this is going back to the Reggie Hudlin. Reggie Hudlin era. Um, let me see if I can pull this up. Um, right here. I'm going to zoom this in a little bit so I can... Uh, yeah, that is a nasty looking Luke Cage, and that is an even nastier looking Namor. Look, <laughs> Let me just look, say that. Th so for, for context, they are at a strip club. This is T'Challa's bachelor party before he married Storm. <laughs> he see a Namor see a thick white junk. That's why he said yeah, like, yeah, he like that man, look, look at he's like Imperious Rex. <laughs> yeah, Namor ain't been to the pony before. That's right. And you, you you see thing right here, thing like uh, uh was the thing that motherfucker like my my sweet aunt Petunia, <laughs> Luke Cage talking about sweet Christmas. You just see Namor oh, like, I can confirm. Imperious Rex. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna start saying. You know, I just want to start saying that now. You know how people just been running around saying Wakanda forever. I want people. When after this movie come out, I want people just walking around just randomly being like, "Period, Rex." <laughs> <laughs> but now, go ahead, go ahead. I can tell you over from experience. 
saying sweet Christmas during sex will kill the entire vibe, but neither one of you all will care because you are going to be laughing because you said it. And she's going to be laughing because she's so confused and don't know what the fuck that means. But say sweet Christmas one time during sex. The funniest shit ever. It makes a relationship strong. <laughs> well, no, I just, it, I, it makes me laugh because for me, um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, let's see. Matt, Matt, Matt 74. Namor ain't know they built them like that. <laughs> look, right. Hey, bro. Look, you know, you know what? He saw that Nikita Lions. That's what that was. <laughs> look, let me look. When, look, when, uh, when, when, uh, when, when Namor saw this, that was Nikita Lions on stage. That was Nikita <laughs> Lions on stage. <laughs> For those who don't know who I'm talking about, here, I'll go ahead and pull her up so y'all know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh shit, Namor though, said that right when she did the split in. <laughs> look, let me let me tell you something. For those who don't know, Nikita Lyons is a wrestler in uh WWE. Oh Lord. Technically she's on NXT. But so uh, many people on Spotify for the for the pause the whole oh, podcast. Here we go, right there, bam. So right here, right here. That's Nikita Lyons. <laughs> That's so that is how you M get. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we understand. <laughs> we understand. Never we understand. Look, hey, I'm just saying. But no, that those like say so yeah, those are my two favorite uses of Imperius Rex. There you go. But yeah, no, I think it's but it's supposed to be like the commanding king or like the or, or something like that. Because because Imperius means like it's basically loosely loosely translated like Imperator. So basically like delay mm -hmm. because I'm looking at everybody's reaction because I'm that's when they all just saw Nikita on May Eve. Oh, <laughs> like like oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> They're like, oh shit, that's her. That's her. <laughs> but no, uh, real quick, want to give a shout out to Le uh, Levesa the Samurai who gave us a two dollars super chat here earlier. Just put up the fist uh, for Wakanda Forever. I can't go back and get it because it was uh, earlier in the show and I missed it. But uh, we appreciate that super chat, pimp. We also got LJ Brown, who always knows what's going down. Giving us a five pound says, did Ernie compare Atuma, aka the big blue, the, the big blue gaslighter, to Warren from Don't Be a Menace Slash Menace to Society? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, says, what if he says it in Spanish? Close enough. Actually, I don't know what it would be in what, what how would Imperious Rex translate to Spanish since it's coming from Latin? I wonder. And and I will say this: if they find a way to do it in like it, like in some form or another, I will holler regardless because, uh, yeah, I just I just think that's something that would be hilariously funny to hear someone say. Um, we also got the nineteen ninety nine in the soup chat from Gabriel Knight says. Good day, Blurred Co. A happy Saturday. Got caught up in work, so I'll catch the beginning of the show later. We appreciate you, pimp. 
Uh, don't work too hard. You. Don't work too hard. Um. That's <laughs> all way. Hold on. <laughs> I just saw what nobody except me said in the chat, Lord. That y'all some y'all some nasty motherfuckers. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna look Danger, at danger, danger. Y'all nasty. <laughs> Here come my kings. <laughs> Imperious Rex. <laughs> Nikita Lion's one of those ones where and I promise we need to move on after this, but yes, yes. I thought I started thinking about Patrice O'Neill when he was talking about how your job should have a, a harassment day where you're just allowed to harass your female coworker. So I could just see somebody looking at Nikita and being like, hey, can you let me know when you're finna go to the bathroom so I can sniff your chair? <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just so you know, her, her her Instagram is wild as hell. That's all I'll say. Uh, we got one here uh, from, look, Carter going to look at her right now. I already saw him reach for his phone. And? <laughs> he's like don't don't he's like he's like don't you phone watch me uh <laughs> this is it uh we got one here from sucked with 199 says tenoch purged all that junk food <laughs> it, it was oh that's not that's mean he's not okay first off this dude is not fat <laughs> he is not fat <laughs> he is not fat y'all need to chill on that Anyway, uh, moving on along, let's uh, let's get to it because we still got a couple more things I want to address before we uh, move on uh, to other things. Netflix, Carter. Netflix has finally revealed. Just saw this. I yeah. just saw this. Finally, they finally stopped bullshitting and gave us an answer about that Sandman. And I'm happy to report, Sandman is safe. <laughs> it was, uh, it, it, it was, it was debatable <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Even Neil Gaiman didn't seem to know whether or not uh, Sandman uh, was gonna be renewed. Uh, it seemed kind of uh, like it, like it might not. Uh, it, it looked pretty, it looked pretty dire there uh for a little bit but uh the sandman is in fact getting renewed uh so we do we can all rest a little easier now knowing that this has happened now here's the the funny part about this carter did you know how everyone learned that the sandman was getting renewed i'm gonna say the way a lot of people find out things that they shouldn't find out Mm -hmm. Twitter. Twitter. Yes, you are correct. So basically what happened was the official DC Comics Twitter account <laughs> in a now deleted tweet had prematurely wow. announced the renewal and at the same time other social media sites and news sources were claiming that the tweet was incorrect and that the show was in fact actually canceled. Could so, you imagine... That's like what happened with at the Oscars with that uh that La La Land shit where they said the wrong name or something. Could you oh, imagine yeah. like their social media person just said some shit and mm -hmm. then like no fool. Mm -mm. Well, well uh, here's here's the funny part about it. So you remember all the shit that happened recently with G four? Yeah. 
You know, there were like a lot of people who found out they lost their jobs yeah, on yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. G4 didn't tell them first. They told Twitter first. That's wow. Like, because I think there was actually one particular person. I forget who it was. They actually said, oh, so this is how I found out I just lost my job. See, now it makes me wonder, because I don't know if you know this. I, I don't mm-hmm. think you watched the last season. Um, but, you know, Westworld just got canceled. Just got canceled, yep. At, so uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that's not how they found out. Yeah, I don't, I don't, so what happened was, oh, you're talking about like with G4? No, 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 no. Or you're talking about with this. With Sam, people found out about Sandman because of Twitter. I'm hoping oh, yeah. that yeah, with yeah. Westworld getting canceled and just getting the boot, I'm hoping that's not the way people on Westworld oh, found out. Oh, yeah. They, they, it just got announced on. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I would hate for that. Uh, and that does actually happen more often than you would think. It actually happens more often than you would think. But no, um, the Netflix. Uh, Netflix would actually confirm about a few hours after DC deleted the tweet that they were, in fact, renewing Sandman. In uh, their words, uh, Sandman is going to be renewed. Uh, uh, they said it, uh, Sandman will return with even more episodes. Now, this could possibly hint that they have renewed it for multiple seasons, though it does seem like they only mentioned a season two. Or it could mean that whenever the next season comes up, it'll have more uh, than 10 episodes. Um, But uh, the other thing they said was that uh, they're going to continue to expand the universe of the Sandman, meaning that we will very likely end up getting those spinoff series that were rumored when the show first came out. uh, spinoffs that would include uh, a Joanna Constantine uh, spinoff and a death uh, spinoff, uh, focusing on death. So uh, those are all potential things. There's tons of stuff in the uh, Sandman universe uh, that you could adapt because they have tons of books, not just the core uh, Sandman comic, which was like 75 issues. They have, there's like, Two or three dozen different trades you can find uh, under the well, what used to be Vertigo, now the DC Black Label imprint, um, and it's all stuff ranging from death to uh, various and sundry other characters. Uh, the Corinthian has uh, more than a couple spinoffs. Lucifer started out as a spinoff from Sandman, and then just kind of became its own thing uh, going forward. But um, this news came really late, though, uh, Carter. Because as you might remember, Sandman came out a little over three months ago. Or about roughly three months ago. Uh, with ten episodes in season one. And Netflix usually is a lot quicker to say when something's been renewed. Like, okay, so... We knew how many seasons of Stranger Things we were going to get by the time, or how many more seasons of Stranger Things we were going to get by the time the last season came out. Uh, they've had other shows like uh, The Witcher. The Witcher, as soon as season uh, two dropped, they were already like, oh yeah, season three plus we got a spinoff coming. And we got anime spinoffs. Like, they just, come, like, if something does well on Netflix, they usually are real quick to be like, oh yeah, no, no, we're, we're doubling down on this. This is getting done. Um... When uh, uh, Squid Game came out, 
they, I remember the creator of Squid Game said he had no plans originally to make a sequel uh, uh, to that series. And then the, the show took off and blew up so well that Netflix was like, oh, no, 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 we making more. And they started buying out the rights to other similar uh, death game shows uh, from Japan and Korea. They already had some on the platform. But just this is just me kind of giving you the, the reason behind why I think this was so weird. Because here's another thing, Carter. I don't know if you knew this. Did you know how much watch time the Sandman racked up? I know it was a lot when uh, Gaiman himself started tweeting about it. When he told people that was the only way it was gonna mm-hmm. get one, it's watch time. So yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, so basically, the first week that the Sandman was out, first week, sixty nine point five million hours of watch time, which was a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of watch time. Um, I would dare say, you know what? I I kind of want to look something up here. Let's let, let's. I want to do some quick math. Let's do some quick math real quick. Let's, 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 let's. So you got sixty nine. Yo, let's see, sixty nine point five million. Let's divide that into ten hours. Okay, so that means six million nine hundred and fifty, and another fifty motherfuckers watch that shit. If you're going by just like. One, like, I'm, we're not counting rewatches. I'm not counting rewatches. I'm just saying just individual people. Carter, do you know what it got the second week? Normally, that's, <clears throat> excuse me, normally that's when they get their diminishing, or diminished views. Mm-hmm. So, they actually doubled. Doubled. They had 139 million hours. Of watch time, and once again, that's sixty nine million five hundred motherfuckers watching your shit. Because that's a, each of those episodes is about roughly almost an hour. There's some that are a little shorter than us, but we're just we're doing averages here. Um, but then, as of right now, Carter, this show has over three hundred million hours of watch time. This show has consistently, consistently been in the top ten of Netflix's shows consistently since release. And Netflix took three months to be like, maybe. (laughs) Ain't that about a bitch? Ain't that about a bitch? I'm wondering if that was more so just because of the budget for it. Well, okay, it did have a pretty, it had a pretty big budget on it. Let's, let's not, uh, let, let's not, let's not bullshit. Let's not bullshit. It, it had a, it had a fairly, fairly big budget. Uh, but matter of fact here, I'm going to, okay, so right now, uh, as far as top 10 TV shows in the U.S., it's only recently been dethroned. It's only recently been dethroned. Uh, so yeah, it's, Netflix has to put some respect on, uh, Netflix's, uh, name. They got, uh, Netflix has to put some respect on, uh, Sandman's name. Uh, uh, also, here's another thing. This is another thing I thought was interesting. The, the Rotten Tomatoes score. Do you know, did you, did you check? This is what's crazy to me. This show 
has an 87% with critics and an 80% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. That's actually impressive. Oh, wow. I don't ever pay attention yeah. to that kind of stuff. I was just having mm. a conversation with somebody else earlier about like mm. reviews and shit like that. I don't need to go to a website or watch this YouTuber mm. to tell me how I feel about some shit. Right, so yeah, no, 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 I've definitely. Never, I've never yeah. paid attention to Rotten yeah. Tomatoes like that. I, I mean, I don't either, because honestly, there's a lot of movies that are considered rotten. For those who don't know how Rotten Tomatoes works, you have to have, I think it's a 69% or better to be considered certified fresh. Uh, anything under 69% is technically considered bad. But here's the thing, I've watched a lot of movies that were under 69% on Rotten Tomatoes that were actually really fucking good. Uh, and I don't mean like, oh, I'm the only one who thinks that. I mean like, the like audiences, general audiences are like, no, this movie's good. So I don't, I don't usually take Rotten Tomatoes as, a, as, a, as anything serious, but I just think it's interesting that something so divisive like Sandman. Remember how people were like so upset about Sandman? Uh, about the representation and the way things were handled in the show. Things that were technically in the comics to begin with. And the show still came out with that fresh of a score. That's that's more what I'm focusing on here. And also, here's another thing you got to take into consideration. Carter knows what I'm talking about because he... I've talked to him about my escapades trying to lock down copies of those, uh, uh, those hardcovers that I got over here. Um, those things sold out. Like that. They went from being in stock on Amazon to no one having them. And the few people who did have them were selling them for exorbitant prices. Uh, like two, three, and four hundred dollars. So, that said, yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, the audio drama even picked up in uh, listenership uh, when the show came out, which is. Weird, considering that they're two, not two completely different things, but it's like, oh, well, basically, you really wanted more Sandman. Yeah, you know, once that was over, that, that's the rest of the, the rest of the story. That's it. <laughs> uh, but no, I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I'm happy for it. I'm happy for it. I'm glad it's happening. I liked the show. I think, Carter, you, you said you, I think I remember you saying you enjoyed it as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming from somebody who I had only fully read any anything Sandman that I've ever read was Overture, which was the prequel to the original thing. So that's the only thing Sandman I've ever read. I had the OG hardcover that Ernie's talking about. I had it and then I gave it away. <laughs> mm. Don't don't judge me. But yeah, I enjoyed it for the most part. I think you and I both had the same issue, and it was just with that uh that girl. Uh okay, uh, yeah. Uh I almost said, uh, I almost said fly trap. Okay, I knew it was one of yeah, them damn yeah, flowers. Yeah. Uh, talk about talk about Rose, Rose, uh, Rose Walker. Yeah, I, that that was and honestly, same. That was uh, the character of Rose. Uh, for for uh, for those who don't know uh, who we're talking about here, uh, Rose was my only issue with the show, and thankfully, the show going forward will focus less on her because. If I remember correctly, she doesn't really factor into a lot of the rest of Sandman outside of like the early goings. Um, but yeah. Uh I will say that uh I wonder I mean it sounds like they're gonna do what I have kind of been saying they're gonna do with a uh with a season two, that they're gonna, you know, lean more heavily uh into uh Lucifer. 
Uh, because, you know, Lucifer does kind of factor in a good deal into the next uh, 10 to 12, 16 some odd issues of Sandman after. Uh, so I think, you know, we can definitely expect to see the return of uh, Gwendolyn Christie and uh, all the craziness and chicanery that was going on there. And uh, we'll also um, get to see more uh, insight into Nada. Hey, man, my guy. Good lord, this man, this man. Here, hold on. We got, we got, we got, uh -oh. we got to address this. We got to address this. Hold on. We, we got to. Ain't, ain't no way we don't. Oh man, Jonathan Moda coming in with hitting us for max damage. This man just says for max damage in Final Fantasy, y'all. Max damage. Good lord. Here, you know what? Just for that. Because we are dead now. <laughs> the, Ernie, uh, Ernie, mm -hmm. Ernie, mm -hmm. read the room. Read the room. Mm -hmm. Read the comment. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't, even, I didn't even see it. Hold up. My bad. Oh, Lord. I didn't even read it first. I just clicked on it. Yeah, it says, I uh, wish you all a great day and safe travels. Got adult today, lost due to suicide. Love your friends and family and check in on them. Thanks. Hey, dude, I'm sorry to hear for that loss. That is, you know, and I want to, you know, I guess it's a good opportunity as any to, uh, to address this. So, speaking to someone who has known people, uh, been friends with people, been family with people, uh, who have committed suicide. The most important thing I can tell you, uh, if you are a person who is combating thoughts of suicide uh and i know this is easier said than done because uh having a uh a wife who deals with mental health issues um and something that her and i go back and forth with about all the time is when you know she's having when she's dealing with something and i give her a solution a solution that to any other person would make all the sense in the world like, if I said to you, Carter, I said, hey, you know what? Instead of doing that, how about you just do this? And, you know, try or try this. And you would go, okay, cool. I'll give it a shot. To where sometimes people are dealing with mental health issues to a point where they can't rationalize what you're saying. Like, it makes sense. Like in, in like in, in, in the case of my wife, which I'm I'm fortunate in this, like even when I am talking to her about these these sorts of things, she'll even tell me she's like, what you're saying makes complete and total sense. But my brain just doesn't see it that way. Or my brain doesn't accept it that way. Or the way that, you know, things are, I can't put those things into action because my brain just does not function that way. Um I still say, don't be afraid to reach out to the people who you are surrounded by. Even if you think that you are bothering them, reach out to them nonetheless. And I will also say for the folks who are on the outside looking in, yes, check in on your people. Especially if you see people exhibiting behavior that you think, like you ever see it have those moments like, oh man, I don't know, man, they were acting kind of weird last time. Let me check in on them. Like, you know, do so. Don't don't put it off. Like, actually check in on them. Make sure they're okay. 
uh, let them know that you are there for them. And once again, it may not stop what's going to happen from happening, but you know, sometimes that little bit of effort can be the difference between someone you know going through with it or not going through with it. You never know. And like I said, sometimes it doesn't even matter because if they're going to do it, they're going to do it anyway. Uh, and it's largely been my my stance on suicide, but still, you never know. Sometimes it just takes but a word. Uh, sometimes even just a pat on the shoulder. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, like I said, uh, man, I've been there. I've been there. It's not a it's not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. What at all. I do regularly, mm-hmm. just because of the line of work I was in when I got here. Um, now I do that shit. When I say regularly, I mean that regularly. Well, I'll just call just people that I know and just, you good? Everything all right? And that will then go into sometimes 10, 15 minute conversation, sometimes 30, 45 minute fucking conversation. Um, shout out to red infamy for anyone that knows that sister look her up on youtube she does a lot mm. of gaming content uh she is from new york though so she sounds like 50 cent but <laughs> this motherfucker that woman is my ace and i mean and the reason i say that is because i know talking to someone sounds like some whatever shit i'd rather keep it to myself but honestly one of those rare moments where you have that that thing where you just let it out no matter where it is, whether it be you texting somebody, whether it's a Facebook post, whether it's a Twitter post, whatever the fuck. The people who respond to it and reach out to make sure that you are okay can come from the most random of places. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, When I had a situation like that with me, uh, I will actually disagree with you, Ernie. Um, when you say that if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Mm. So not even to bring the whole thing down, but I was at a point where I was in the middle of doing it. And Red Infamy was the woman who pulled me out. Mm. That was the woman who lifted me back up. Keep in mind, her and I, we were we were people who would crack jokes, talk every so often, things like that. Mm-hmm. Now me and that motherfucker talk damn near daily. Mm-hmm. She she damn near like the female bishop for me, bro. <laughs> uh, just because she was looking at it more so like she didn't want to see another one of us gone. Meaning mm-hmm. one of us gone. And it's a point like that's one of my closest friends now. Like that is that, like, and I have told her this. We have had conversations like this. Like that is my ace now for that because some people that you think would just be like, mm, ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised that the people who will reach out to you when you let it be known that you are going through something. So, honest to God, people, and and this was this is coming from somebody who. I let it be known and got a lot of phone calls and a lot of text messages and didn't give a fuck about any text message or any phone call. But it was that one instance where I was more so shocked 
that this person even reached out to me when it pertained to that to begin with that mm. pulled me back out. So honest to God, if you've ever felt like that and I'm going into my, my psych bag right now, like I'm doing groups at work, but this is what, cause this is what I tell a lot of the guys and a lot of the women that I speak with. It don't matter where you let it out, just let it out and be prepared at the response that you get. You may not like that response, ignore that response. I, mm. And I'm honestly telling you that, there, you know, there are going to be those people, you're going to look at them and be like, you don't really give a fuck. You're just doing it for Facebook, this, that, and third. Here's the thing. Talk to them anyway. Even though you might feel like they're just saying that because it's posted on here, they're just trying to get brownie points for themselves or what have you. Mm-hmm. Even if they, even if that's why you think they're reaching out, talk to them anyway. Talk to them anyway. I guarantee you, you would be surprised at how you feel afterwards. I concur. I concur. Oh yeah, sorry about uh, your loss, yeah. Jonathan. Man, yes. um, thank you again for that extra ninety nine. For thank you for sharing that, brother. Uh, but yeah, man, just. Just man, talk. Just yeah. talk. Please. Just, that that's all it is. Just just talk. Just talk. Don't matter I, where it is, just talk. I a thousand percent agree. Um one thing I'll also definitely say too is you should you should definitely well, and I, I would say too, because I know uh, another thing that kind of comes up when, uh, when things like this occur, a lot of times we want to blame ourselves, uh, you know, uh, for those losses. That a lot of times we want to think, oh man, yeah, you know, we could have done more. We could have done this. Uh, we could have done if I'd have done this. If I'd have done that. And, and a lot of times, sometimes those are shoulda coulda. That's a dangerous game of shoulda coulda wouldas. It's a dangerous game of shoulda coulda wouldas. Um, because it'll only make you hurt more for your loss. But what I always want to tell people, if you are someone who is, uh, your friend, family member of someone who has taken their own life, don't, don't beat yourself up too bad about it because while you may have done everything you know, humanly possible that you could have done, or maybe you didn't see the signs, that is something that's not 100% in your control. And while, yes, maybe you could have done more, or maybe you, know, you did everything you could, I always like to try and let people know that, you know, just... Sometimes people suffer in ways that you can't quantify, you can't understand. And rather than focus on that person's uh passing, just try and remember just try and remember the the good stuff. Don't don't focus on don't don't focus so much on the bad, but I always like to use it as a reminder of how fragile uh, life is, but yeah. Let me let me say this because this is gonna mm-hmm. sound really mean, but I think mm-hmm. people expect it of Carter nowadays. <laughs> if you have those people, and this is where I'll I'll leave it. If mm-hmm. you have those people that are more on the older side of things, 
that will always tell you that we can't feel that way, you know, going oh, to a, yeah, yeah. going to see someone about it, going to a therapist, going to a strength, what have you. That's something that white people deal with. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Let yeah, me say that. If you <laughs> nine times out of ten, it's always gonna be someone on the older side of things that's gonna say that grandmama, great auntie, the old auntie with the mustache you don't like when she kiss you on the cheek with the big ass mole. It's always gonna be people on the older side of things that are gonna feel like that when it pertains to people of color. That that's a that's a white folks issue. Suck my dick. Get away from me. No. No. Yeah. Everybody has to vent from somebody. Whether you got to go grab a beer, whether you got to get a, a blunt, whether you got to just sit out on the porch for a minute and just mm-hmm. let it out for one day and you don't want anyone around this, that, and third. Do it. Don't listen to those people that tell you, nah, that's something for white people, that's something for this, and that's something for that. Everybody got to vent at some point. Everybody got to let that shit out. Whether it's you screaming, whether it's how I used to do it, where I would just go and let some rounds off, or just talking to people, period. You know, just don't get to a point where you feel like because you have been told this for again from older people that you just gotta hold that. You don't. Mm-mm, you don't. No. And and, and I will I yeah, I I will definitely say please don't. Uh, mental health affects black people just as easily as it would anyone else. Uh, we are not immune. Uh, but I guess to, to, to move on from there, uh, to move on from there, I guess, well, we do have one more thing I kind of want to address. Um, let's move on. Let's move on to our next thing. Also, I want to give shout out to uh dominic coles with the blur club silver thank you for that pimp uh and i guess a little levity here is definitely needed uh terrence howard as sandman <laughs> see carter there you go you're welcome welcome for that thank you thank you thank you dominic <laughs> we also got one for shy town dan with the nice skin king says uh five dollars says let's make dialing 988 for mental health and suicide prevention just as important as dialing 911 is for everything else yes Please, and I want to make sure y'all understand that is not a, that's not a weakness. It is, it is not a show of weakness to say you need help. And anyone who makes you feel like that, you hit them over the fucking head with a guitar and tell them to choke on that slap nut. Shout out to <laughs> who apparently is an AEW now. <laughs> I know I saw that clip on YouTube when he said slap nuts. I felt like God, it was back in the year two thousand. I was watching WCW. I said, yeah. see, I got to buy that shirt now. I always wanted a slap nut shirt. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Anyway, let's uh let's move on because we got one last thing I want to talk about here real quick. Uh, we had some news regarding Aubrey Plaza, who just joined the Wandavision spinoff, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Did it ever have a different name at some point? It did. It okay, was I'm not tripping. Okay. Yeah, no. Originally, it was Agatha House of Harkness. Okay. I thought it was that fucking, what'd you call it? Like the Sinbad shit. What'd you mm. call it? Oh, oh, uh, Mandela Effect. Thank you. That's. I thought I was going fucking crazy. You thought it was a Mandela Effect. You knew that no. thing had a different name. It had a different name originally, but now it is, uh, it's Agatha Coven of Chaos. 
uh, which is uh, the the new spinoff from WandaVision. It was recently revealed that uh, a couple of things actually got revealed. But um, we had uh, a couple of different actors uh, that were uh, signed on uh, for the show. Uh, a couple of different uh, actors, oddly enough. And uh, one of them was uh Joe Locke. Uh which uh the rumor around the campfire is Joe Locke is gonna be playing an older version of Wiccan. Uh for those who know, uh Wiccan's actually already actually both Wiccan and Speed, Tommy and Billy, have already featured on WandaVision but as kids, and they were also in a multiverse of madness, but um the rumor is is that he'll be uh joining as uh uh, an older version of Wiccan. That there's that. But other than that, we've also gotten some other um we've also gotten some other things that were rumored uh about the show regarding uh you know Catherine Hahn's return uh to the MCU. Uh one of which was that uh Emma Caulfield uh uh uh, for those who don't remember, uh, played Fucking Anya. Anya bro. <laughs> yeah, Anya. What? Uh, yeah, that's what I said. I was just as shocked as the next person. Uh, I was incredibly uh, surprised uh, at this bit of information. But uh, yeah, uh, Emma Caulfield. Oh, it always wants to do that. There you go. Emma Caulfield is going to be playing uh, or re reprising her character. Uh, from WandaVision. And, yeah. There's that. Interestingly oh, enough. I don't understand the fascination with nerds in Arby Plaza. I have never understood it, but... Really? I think I know who Arby Plaza is going to be in this. Okay, because I had some theories about that as well. Well, please, Blair Without Fear, let us know them theories! <laughs> Okay, so uh well for one, uh let's let's put a little respect on Aubrey Plaza's name real quick. Uh this would make her the third Parks and Recreation alumnus to join this show. Uh for those that don't know, uh she was on Parks and Rec for pretty much the entirety of that show's run, uh, was this April Ludgate. Uh, and of course she was also, uh, she, but she's also no stranger to the, uh, superhero stuff, comic book related stuff. Uh, because if I'm not mistaken, uh, she played Julie, was it Julie Powers? Um, in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She was a girl that every time she cursed, it beeped. She got beat every time. It was, but it was doing it for real, and no one can understand why. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like what's up. She was doing like it was like it was everybody else heard it too. Um, and she also played uh, what was it? Uh, Lenore Busker. Yeah, crazy ass Lenny. Mm, yeah. <laughs> on uh, Legion. Man, Lenny was crazy as fuck on that show. <laughs> so uh, there's something else to that. So I'm hoping you delve into it. And what you think. Okay, so this has kind of led me to believe I think she's actually going to be playing a very... There's two specific characters I think she could potentially be playing. And uh, one of them 
This is the one I've heard a lot of people saying. I'll give a little bit of credence to it just on, based on the fact that Marvel's not been shy about gender-swapping characters uh, in the past. So I could see this happening. One of those characters would be Nicholas Scratch. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Nicholas Scratch is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the son of uh, Agatha Harkness. And uh, if I remember correctly, first appeared in Fantastic Four number 185, 1977. But it was also the same character everybody thought that he was playing when he showed up on uh, WandaVision when they realized he was not Pietro, that he was not reprising uh, his role as uh, Quicksilver from the Fox movies. Uh, a lot of people started thinking, oh, well, is he Nicholas Scratch? Or, you know, is this supposed to be Nicholas Scratch then? Which, you know, once again, turned out not to be the case. Um, But then, but then, I got to thinking about it. I think I know exactly which character she's probably going to be playing. Carter, did you ever read Darkhold Pages from the Book of Sin? The recent Darkhold book? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the old, I say old, mm -hmm. the one from the 90s. No. Uh, there was, uh, for those who don't know, the Darkhold actually had its own comic series. It's called Darkhold Pages from the Book of Sin. It was where a lot of the Midnight Suns uh, stuff happened. Uh, it was actually a part of that huge crossover event. But uh, there was a character by the name of Victoria Montese, who ended up later showing up in Carnage. Uh, I don't know if you... Did you ever read... I think it was the Carnage that Jerry Conway wrote. It was the Carnage Volume 2. Yeah. Uh, she was in that. Uh, for those, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, character... They had a cult about Carnage and stuff with the Dark mm, Hole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is where she kind of uh, returned into the uh, spotlight. Uh, she was hanging out with uh, J. Jonah Jameson's son, John Jameson, and uh, some other folks. But uh, for those who know, uh, Victoria Montese was a character. She showed up in uh, pages, uh, was a dark hole pages from the Book of Sin number one in 1992. She is the child of a man who was, he was basically, he was infertile. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't, uh, he, he, he was shooting blanks. He was shooting blanks, and he <laughs> went to the dark hold, and he tried to find a fertility spell, and the fertility spell didn't quite work out the way he was hoping. The fertility spell, instead of making him able to shoot live <laughs> rounds, instead of shooting the club up, <laughs> and impregnating his wife. I'm sorry, danger. Damn, fuck all of it. <laughs> he used one of the most demonic books in the world to be like, "Hey, I need some semen." <laughs> right. I need the good shit. I need the good shit. So basically, what happened was he got the baby, but the baby ain't his. It's Cathon's. Cathon's daughter. Cathan used that opportunity to place the spirit of his daughter into the womb of the dude's wife. And that is how you get Victoria Montese. And the funny thing about her is that because, you know, Agatha is very closely connected to the Darkhold, especially in the WandaVision series, uh, for, for those who uh, may or uh, may not remember. So... That would basically set her up 
as a potential antagonist for Agatha, or maybe even possible confidant, because we don't really know what uh, role uh, Agatha is going to be playing in this whole thing. We don't really know exactly where, we know she took a, she kind of came off as a, a more benign figure at first in the show, and then you realize as, as the show goes on that she's responsible, remember the whole song, it was Agatha all along, yeah, that whole thing. But uh, Agatha, you know, she, she, she on that bullshit, and we know the last time we saw her, uh, Wanda had put a spell on her and basically... Basically, I trapped her in her um, in her TV world persona, more or less. Uh, so she's trapped in her TV world persona. She's back to being just a benign, annoying neighbor uh, from a sitcom. But I want to remind you of something, Carter. Remember the recent event, Death of Doctor Strange? Yes. Remember how when Doctor Strange died, all the shit that he was like, all the spells he was keeping running in the background just kind of, bloop, went away? Mm -hmm. That's what I think is going to end up happening here with this, and that's how we're going to end up getting to this show with Agatha uh, coming to chaos, that uh, she's going to wind up like, you know, because Wanda, you know, spoilers for multi, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wanda ain't with us no more, supposedly. You know, I, I say until you see a body... You, you, it, it, yeah, we don't know, but um, I think Agatha's gonna be freed from her shit, and this is how she's gonna wind up running into a character like Victoria Montesi, who I think uh, that's who Aubrey Plaza is gonna be playing. That was all just really roundabout way of saying I think she's gonna be playing Victoria Montesi. Uh, who do you think she's gonna be playing? Well, first off, I think you're wrong, and you looked way too far into it. You just wanted to show how deep your lore and history brain goes for Marvel <laughs> comics. I think this shit is fairly straightforward. I okay. think she's going to be reprising her role from Legion as Lenny B, that crazy-ass white woman. But the thing with that is, mm -hmm. for people who watch Legion and other motherfuckers who didn't want to watch it because they thought it was some trash. Yeah, hey, I, I, I stand by that. He was actually... Shadow King. Yeah. I'm all so through. <laughs> so I'm thinking this just might be a way to incorporate good old Lamal in this form mm -hmm. into some kind of spirit realm, supernatural, off the wall stuff with the Agatha Harkness series. Carter, That's where I'm thinking. Carter, can I ask you a question? What is up with her? Her, that woman is crazy. What's up? You, you, you think we're going to see this? <laughs> you, 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 you think we're gonna see that i got so many texts from people who were watching that show because they 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 saw legion and i said it was xavier's son so they more so watched it thinking uh patrick stewart ass was gonna show up oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Got so many texts that show is very devoid of x-men <laughs> dude so Xavier actually does show up, but mm. I got so many texts from when that fucking episode aired of, bro, what the fuck is this with that nasty banana skin from Fortnite showing up trying to mess with Legion? Because on Spotify, you all don't see the image he's putting up, but just think of a more demonic version of the banana man from Fortnite. 
that's what the fuck the chat is looking at. What I'm looking at, what he reminded me of, because I completely forgot about this shit. But I'm hoping they just do Aubrey Plaza, which is going to bring up more arguments about the MCU when people find out that it's Shadow King, but they ain't never read nothing with Shadow King in it. But I'm thinking they're not going to dig as deep mm-hmm. in the Marvel history. I think this one is a pretty straightforward. They're just going to probably use her as as mm. Shadow King in this. And that's possible. Now, I tell you, the reason why I said that was because Marvel, as of late has been taking deep-cut characters that no one thinks about because of how far back they go. And then they throw them in stuff. Case in point, you're, no one talks... You're ta- right, with, with Harrow and, and yeah. who you were talking about last week, yeah. Yeah, no one talks about Atuma in the comics, uh, uh, in Marvel Comics anymore, yet that motherfucker is in this movie. Uh, Black the, Panther, Wakanda forever, so... And the, the main reason I am saying Shadow King mm-hmm. is just because of something you brought up when you brought up Wakanda forever. Mm-hmm. You said you think they might find some roundabout way to bring up the X-Men and mutants. I think with that connection to Legion, not with just the FX show, but the connection to Legion, that might be a roundabout way of them bringing an X character in this. I mean, I'll, I'll rock with that. Yeah, I'll rock with that. Um, That said... Man, look, we got, man, we got the homie Dr. Malik Rahim in the diamond mine. <laughs> oh, man, I hate that stable is not a thing anymore. Um, <clears throat> But no, we got, dude, out here in the diamond mine. Man, we appreciate you, pimp. Thank you so much for that. Look, man, out here. Out here, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Uh... Let's um uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. I say let's go ahead and move on to our next thing. And you know what that is? Our recommendations for the week. Carter, do you have a recommendation? Ernie, do you have a recommendation? This man has no recommendation. Fine, I will give mine first. Uh my recommendation. Uh, is actually going to be a comic I just recently read last night. Uh, at the recommendation <clears throat> of uh one of the homies in the Nerd901 uh, Discord server. We were actually talking about it uh yesterday, I believe it was. Uh, but uh, one of the homies in the uh, Nerd901 Discord, uh, the Pugilist, um, we were talking about uh, comics, just like you know, random comics that we enjoy that, you know, we... You know, that, that outside of the Marvel DC spectrum. And one of the comics that came up was That Texas Blood. Uh, for those that uh, are uh, in here, let's see, can we... I might have to resize your camera here in a minute. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, That Texas Blood, uh, Chris Conn and Jacob Phillips. Uh, it's a book that is... It's Okay, best way to describe it is there is a <laughs> Carter, you know how we've always talked about no country for old men. Yeah. That's basically what this book is. I might read that now. <laughs> Just over that yeah. I love that movie. It's uh like that's the best way I can describe it. So basically, this is about a small town in Texas. 
Uh, and the main character um, is a guy by the name of uh, Sheriff Joe Bob. I'm not bullshitting. That's his actual name. Uh, matter of fact, this is actually Sheriff Joe Bob right here on the cover, issue number one. And this guy is basically the Tommy Lee Jones from the Tommy Lee Jones care from No Country for Old Men. He's a guy who's literally on the verge of retirement. Uh, he is constantly having conversations with his wife who is at home trying to get shit ready for his birthday dinner. And she needs that casserole dish that Ruth from down the road and borrowed three months ago and never returned. And this kind of drags him into some shit. And I'm not going to say what it is. But just know that while Sheriff Joe Bob is also trying to train his new partner and you uh, get her acclimated to the force, uh, he's also dealing with like like his he's kind of having an existential crisis is what's going on. He's having an existential crisis because he's getting up in age. Mortality is seeming incredibly real to him. And he has, I will say this, just to focus on his tics, he has some tics that I find, I initially found really annoying, but they are very realistic human tics. And what I mean by that is, there's certain things that he says a lot. So I'm going to tell you right now, if you're one of those people who gets easily annoyed by people saying something repeatedly, I'm going to go ahead and give you fair warning. He says the word well a lot. To the point that other people in the comic make fun of him for <laughs> Or they poke fun at him for it. But, like, anytime somebody says something, he's just like, well. <laughs> like, that's, that's how he starts almost all his sentences. And being a person who also does something kind of similar, I totally get it. Even though it did kind of annoy me a little bit, I did find it endearing because he's such a charming character. But also, there's another character, and this is the one that I actually had on the cover here at first. Um, who's the other main character uh, or co-main character of the story is a guy by the name of Randall. And he had gotten out of Texas. <laughs> he had left this little small town, hick town in Texas, and he's moved to the big city. But he's got to go back because he finds out that his brother has somehow mysteriously died. And he's going to go settle his brother's affairs, and he learns his brother was up to some bullshit <laughs> and got caught up, and now he's caught up, and now he's having to basically investigate his brother's murder, all the while, all, like, like, and I don't even want to say more than that, because anything beyond that kind of becomes spoiler territory. But just know, like, if you if you were a fan of the movie... No Country for Old Men. Or, I know, because it also was a book, I believe, as well. If you're a fan of that as well, cool. But, um, if you were a fan of that movie, if you liked that movie, the, or, or, or the style of that movie, this is very similar. Um, it's a, it's, it's a very good story. I like it. Uh, I'm only, like, six, it's, it's, I think issue number 19 just came out. I'm only six issues in. So, basically, the first trade. Of it, and I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's my that's my recommended. Carter, what is uh, what's your recommended? <laughs> I say this because 
honestly, uh, from the books that I did read this mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. the reason I let you go first because I was trying to figure out a nice way to say just off the books I read this week, I wouldn't really recommend any of them. <laughs> I have not read that Texas Blood, though, so that will be one that I check out. Um, just to keep it a buck with you, uh, I don't even know if this should be my recommended because I've recommended it several times. What I, the books I read this week, I didn't go ahead really pull out that Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Go ahead, go no, ahead. No, 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 no. It wasn't going to be Wonder Woman Dead Earth. I was cleaning up and I completely forgot that I had bought this book when I bought Sex Criminals. So, honestly, Steve Orlando's Midnighter Run that's what I've been reading recently. Because I love that book. I have it all completed now with the Apollo and Midnighter miniseries. That's mm. really what I've been reading. Because okay. that made me a fan of uh that made me a fan of Midnighter, which then made me want to try to find the old authority books that you were telling me about from Warren Ellis and stuff that I didn't mm-hmm. know. Um I don't oh God. I might as well talk about the other book bets. Somebody somebody in this chat, one of you sick degenerates actually recommended I read some shit called Crossed. I will never read another book y'all asses recommended me ever again. Wait, 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 wait. Cross, cross, cross. Why does that sound familiar? People turn... Here, no, no, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up right now because that book sounds familiar. He says, wait, is is it called Crossed or is it just Cross? Crossed, E.D., crossed. Okay, got you. I'm not... Let me see here. What is that? Don't read that book, Ernie. (laughs) Well, no, I mean so that I can... Oh, wow. This is... (laughs) Don't read that book, Ernie. (laughs) Bruh, bruh. Why, Why is one of the first images I see... A man and his kids looking bloody as hell, turning around and looking at the camera. With, with what I'm presuming is the mama hacked up and they just eating the shit out of her. Like, why, why, why is that what I just saw? That's probably the most tame thing in that book. Dude! And there it is. Yeah, don't don't read that book or anything. Oh my god, no. Okay, so remember that thing I showed you from Terrifier? Don't describe it! <laughs> Do not describe it. Dude, who the fuck wrote this? Oh, this is Garth Ennis. Oh, never mind. This all makes sense. Okay, never. Nope, can't even let you do that. Can't even let you do that. Why, you ask? Because what I read was from Sasperia. Oh. Several different people have written cross. Good Lord. Wow, I, I see. I yeah. take another recommendation from any of y'all. Dude, yeah, I'm actually, I'm seeing that. Yeah, David Lappin, yeah, Cy Spurrier. Dude, yeah, that's a you lot of, it's a few different folks. Terrifier, being mean-spirited. Shh. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's... Max Bemis? Lord! <laughs> God damn! Bruh, uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I will, I will not, uh, I will not be, I will not be reading this. Okay, so apparently it was started by Garth Ennis. 
And then yes, it was. yeah, it was started by Garth Ennis, and then other people just started writing it. That's kind of wild. Um, yes, yeah, Alan Moore. Bruh. Tell Nick to read it. No, I'm not Nick kidding. always bothering us about comic book recommendations. Don't let him anywhere near do a powerbomb. Tell his ass read Crossed. Oh no, he been he. Like, I can't stop him from reading some shit he already reading. <laughs> I can't stop him. Yeah, no, I would never. Uh, uh, oh, that was the elite X. He's like that was me. <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, it, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm morbidly curious now, just because. Just because Alan Moore apparently wrote some issues of Sir, it. Sir Yuri G said you should have just said your recommended was to go to ch- go to Instagram and follow Nikita. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Uh, for those that don't know, I just want to show some. I just I just want to show. Oh some. God! I don't even see this shit finna get demonetized so fast. Here, hold up. Let's see. This is the opera. Pl- uh, here it is, right here. Bam! That right there. If that ain't a reason. If that ain't a reason. Go follow Nikita Line, this man. <laughs> look. <laughs> and then look. Bam! Right there. Look, if that ain't a reason to go follow Nikita Lines, I don't know. I do not know what is. <laughs> you good, Carter? <laughs> this man, he resituated himself. There you go. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> After seeing that, look, everybody chat will be like, Imperious Rex. <laughs> What's on <her> Instagram? <laughs> Bruh, I'm just saying. Nikita Lines. I saw that comment before you retracted it. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Blurred's love for white meat knows no bounds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Sinful. The, sinf- that, the, the sinful flesh. The sinful flesh. <laughs> Fun fact. Mm-hmm. My father always told me the reason that myself and so many other people of color want white women so badly. Mm-hmm. Swear to God, verbatim, this is exactly how you said it to me. Oh, Lord. The reason y'all asses want them so bad, boy, is because you know you ain't supposed to have them. <laughs> <laughs> that is some of the most, I ain't gonna lie, that's some of the most field Negro shit I had ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. He said, see, ever since Rosewood. <laughs> <laughs> just out of nowhere one day he just the reason y'all want him so bad is because you know you're not supposed to have him oh my god anyway questions from the discord <laughs> oh my god okay let's see what we got here Got one from the homie Melvin says, "Hello, Earthlings. I hope all as uh, uh I hope y'all's week was uh, was good to you. Before anything, get the motherfucking likes up, or your mama is a hoe." Hey, their words, not mine. Uh, okay. Here's my question. We need a little motivation in life, uh, to get the fire going. What I'd like to know is who in this nerdy world of uh of ours motivate you to be the best of you. Also, what quote uh, do you use from any comic book uh for inspiration? Thanks and 
Hashtag uh, rip takeoff. Uh, so here's the deal. I guess I could say for me. Uh, you know what? This is actually appropriate. This is actually appropriately timed. The other day, I posted a uh, a tweet talking about Alex Ross. And long story short, <clears throat> is that for me, will it not? Hold on, let me see if I can actually get this thing to like it's supposed to. There it is. This is Alex Ross's art. He actually posted a, this Which is how one? he, <laughs> both of them, both of them, both of these are Alex Ross. Alex Ross posted this one day saying, this is how he started drawing, and then this is where he got to. And this was the thing that reminded me, you can start from anywhere and wind up being a legend. So this is something that's always uh, kind of stuck with me. Uh, for those that are in here, I'll, I'll leave it up there while, while I talk about it. But yeah, um, as far as quotes go, uh, quotes that inspire me or, uh, or, or, um, uh, or, or that motivate me uh, in life, that one is a tougher nut to crack. However, there is one particular one. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be kind of cliche. Uh, so I apologize ahead of time. But uh, some of you may or may not remember the famous Captain America quote. Um, that uh, I try to live by as much as humanly possible, and it's this right here. Uh, doesn't matter what the press says. Doesn't matter what the politicians or the mob say. Doesn't matter if the whole country decides that something wrong is something right. This nation was founded on one principle above all else. The requirement that we stand up for what we believe, no matter the odds or the consequences. When the mob and the press and the whole world tell you to move, your job is to plant yourself like a tree beside the river of truth and tell the whole world no you move that is a quote that is lived in my heart um and not really the only one uh honestly i can always quote captain america which you know, may seem like an odd thing for a black man to say uh, in 2022 but even as far back as uh, Frank Miller's uh, Daredevil Born Again, um, which is a quote that kind of predates this, it's more short and to the point. Um, but when Captain America said, I'm loyal to nothing, General, except the dream, that is also... I need somebody to change that quote and put, I'm loyal to nothing, General, except the game. There you go. I, I, honestly, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I yeah. That in my head and was like, that'll be clutch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but hey, I like it. I actually really like it. But no, that's those are things that um those are quotes that 
while I, they don't always come up in my day-to-day -day life, they're things that I'm always thinking about. Uh, whenever, I, whenever I'm thinking about whether something is right or wrong, uh, and, and honestly, to, to quote the Black Panther himself, whenever you're on the opposite side, except for in Secret Empire, uh, whenever you are on the opposite side of, of Captain America, you are very likely on the wrong side. So, there you have it. Uh, let's see. Carter, do you have one or any anything that particularly comes to mind? This is going to sound really depressing. Oh, Lord. What motivates me to be the best me? I don't want to be homeless. <laughs> the sad thing is, my laughter came with that, but also because I was reading something else as well. <laughs> <laughs> when nobody somebody said <laughs> I pledge allegiances to the bag. <laughs> but yeah, money motivates me to be the best me because I'd rather not be like the people that I have to talk to on a regular basis and just seeing how they just going through it. Uh which I know it sounds it, it, it sounds pretty basic and I, I completely understand that. But um Another thing that motivates me, honest to God, is you all. Because I have said it several times, I did not expect to last this long doing this. Not at fucking all. This was a shot in the dark. Let me, sure, uh, just a one-off thing that I could tell somebody I did at one point when Ernie went on to bigger and better things. I was on the Blair Cave once. And <laughs> this has been a consistent thing for what? That bad, what? Two years? Two years, yeah. Give or take. I'm fucking flies. Let me tell you. Um, And a quote, honestly, because I've was i been watching Ted Lasso recently. Mm -hmm. So it was something from Walt Whitman that said, okay. uh, be curious not judgmental. Mm, yeah. That shit has stuck with me since I watched that. Allow yourself to be to be taught. Um, and for someone who asked, uh, I saw someone ask who wrote that issue. If you're talking about the, the born again quote, uh, about the, I'm loyal to nothing. That was Frank Miller. But if you're talking about the, 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 the no you move, uh, deal that was from Amazing Spider Man number 537. That was J. Michael Straczynski. Uh, um, that was J. Michael Straczynski on that one. Uh, Ron Garney on art. Wow, wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. Herbert Scott, Skirbert, Herbert Scott hit his. Uh, he said, uh, you came a long way from the spawn avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this has been man from the just random picture every week mm -hmm. hey carter what uh hey carter what picture are you using this week <laughs> yeah that's true i remember that was a running theme for a while for some months man for some months uh so yeah we, we like I said man growth evolution and is... the crazy part is and you'll probably look back on this now and be like this fool I had a camera the entire time. Mm -hmm. It was just the fact that I did not want to be on camera. Bro. 
I did not want to be on camera at all. I do not like how I look on camera. Anyone, mm-hmm. you, y'all want to know why I used to always wear sunglasses? There you go. Especially mm-hmm. if you saw my Twitch streams like Dead by Daylight and shit like that. There you go. Yeah. I did not like how I looked on camera at all. That's why this dickhead was posting like pictures of Don Cheeto talking about the boy Carter, all those shit. Like, <laughs> I did. <laughs> but yeah, man. I did not mean to to hold this shit hostage. Next question. Oh, uh, LJ Brown says, hey, Ernie and Carter, was wondering if you guys saw the movie Smile and Barbarian at all. Very good horror films. I recommend it uh, to you if you haven't seen it, Ernie, especially since you're a big horror fan. Uh, Okay, so I have not seen Smile yet. That is on my list. Uh, I wanted to go see it in theaters, but I just... Stuff got weird. and I still haven't seen uh, Terrifier 2 in theaters yet. I just watched it on uh was it screen box because i think it's, it's on there now um because that was just easier i just didn't have time to get out of the house to go see a movie um but i have seen barbarian barbarian is wild and i don't want any if anyone else in the chat has seen it please don't say anything that movie is a very interesting experience if you have no clue what it's about uh the most i will say about what it's about for those who are curious if you just want like a quick elevator pitch as to, to something to, to motivate you to go see this, is uh, imagine a black woman going to an Airbnb in the middle of the night uh, while she's traveling, and when she gets there, Pennywise you, answers the door. I was going to say, you could just tell them to watch the trailer, because I will yeah. give that movie props. in watching that trailer tells you fuck all about that movie oh yeah no 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 that you you're you're not even getting the full and, and i want to be clear when i say this when i say pennywise i don't mean no i don't mean actual pennywise the clown uh it, it, you know, is, is in the movie what i what i'm saying is is that the um the actor uh who played uh, 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 Pennywise. Uh, he's in it. Uh, so you didn't confuse people when you say Pennywise answered the door. What kind of crossover shit is this? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm talking about uh, Bill Skarsgård. For those, for those unfamiliar, this guy he answers the door. <laughs> so just imagine this crazy-looking white man answers the door in the middle of the night at a house where no one else is supposed to be but you. So yeah. yeah. LJ Brown to answer your question, I have not seen Smile, but I have seen Barbarian. I thought it was whack. But Ooh. not not because it was a bad movie. This is a conversation I had with Ernie uh recently. This is a conversation mm. I had with another friend of mine. I think all horror movies are whack simply because I can't suspend my disbelief. Uh so when I see a, a dude going to this dark room when he knows for a fact there's a killer on the loose and then gets killed. Why did this random couple go to this haunted area and say, hey, this is where we're going to fuck right here. I, th- I I get completely taken out of it because it's so fucking stupid and mm. no one with common sense would do these things. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's why I say that about Barbarian. Uh, well, anyone else? Any, if you because you asked Ernie the question about horror movies since he's the horror buff, he's the better person for that. Because from what I did see of Barbarian, it was it was fine. 
But yeah. because I can't suspend my disbelief on horror movies, period, they're all mid to me. So here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Horror movies are predicated on you being able to accept the fact that people are making stupid decisions. And even when they do make smart decisions, bad things still happen. Like, case in point, one of my favorite movies of all time, Sinister. They make the choice that any rational person would make to get away from a haunted house situation. They, the argument that, oh, well, I would just leave the house. I would just get out of the house, go somewhere else. And in that movie, spoilers for a movie that's been out for like over 10 years. Uh, in that movie, that backfires. And in Barbarian, something very sim similar happens where the black woman has a very black reaction to something. And then later on, it doesn't work out for her just the same. Um, the thing is, I liked it. I thought it was really good. It got really weird in a couple of spots, and I was wondering where it was going. But once, but I was along for the ride. I was along for the ride 100%. Uh, there's some crazy stuff that happens in that film. Um, so, yeah. And, he, and I, I just kind of went back and was reading through the chat. Thank you, everyone, that was saying all the nice things about, uh, you know, inspiring you, that we inspire you, that, and, and all that other stuff. That, that is, y'all are too kind. I just want to make sure y'all know I, I saw it. I saw it. Uh, Urban Prince of Strong Styles. <clears throat> says, uh, greetings, Borden Carter. Uh, do you feel that the star brand's true weakness is time? I've seen comics of her as an old woman now. Kind of, if she used her powers one more time, she's going to get dusted like Thanos. Yeah, that's another thing that's going on in the Avengers right now. Uh, like, her... Right now, she's jumping through uh, ages. Like, cause, you know, when, they, when the new star brand was born, literally, she was born with the star brand, and then the event of uh, Heroes Reborn happened, and then all of a sudden, boom, she got aged up to being a, like, a five-year-old. And then after that, boom, she got aged up to being, like, a late teens or, like, early 20s, maybe, or something like that, I forget exactly. And then now she's, like, looking like the way Agatha Harkness looks in the comics. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how... Now, I'll be brutally honest here. I'm not really sure what exactly is going on there or how it's going to play out in the end, but just know that it's it's playing. <laughs> it's playing. Um, but definitely something like that would be an interesting weakness, but I think it's something that will be fixed. I don't think it's something that's going to stick permanently. Um, we got one here from Ed Boy in the Cut. says, Curious Carter, what did you read this week? Uh, did you catch Dark Knights of Steel number eight? That shit ended with a goddamn frag grenade. <laughs> yeah, did you read Dark Knights of Steel? I did read Dark Knights of Steel, but the problem with Dark Knights of Steel, mm -hmm. it comes out so late, you have to go back and read maybe two, three issues. So it's you becoming can like Doomsday Clock. Honestly, I would even go as far as saying it's becoming sin. I would say it's becoming saga damn near. Oh, to yeah. me, to I get me. no, 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 no. I get that. I get that. I get that. You know. So yeah, I'm. Oh, did you I'm did you ever read? Did you ever read Earth Divers? Did you not read Earth Divers? What the fuck is Earth Divers? Remember that comic that uh, someone I forget who it was. Might have been the Elite X One. Some I know somebody in the chat recommended it weeks ago, asking if we were going to read it. It's one about the Native Americans who travel back in time 
to kill uh, Christopher Columbus to prevent him from discovering oh, America. I for- okay, I forgot about that. I forgot yeah, about the that. second but issue, I- the second issue came out this week, and Survival Street came out this week as well. After Cross, though, I don't know if I want to take somebody else's recommendation from right here. <laughs> <laughs> but did, did you read? Did you read Survival Street? New Survival Street came out this week. I think I read the first issue. Mm-hmm. But you haven't read anything. You haven't read anything past the first issue, though. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Uh, issue number four came out this week. I think it's because I'm in my Donny Cates bag. I'm going back and I'm reading. Because uh, I I had read the newest issue of of Vanish. Shout out to uh, Ryan Stapleton and Donny Cates because we get to read that shit before all of y'all. Um, <laughs> but no, I went back and I started reading his uh, vampire book. Oh, uh, I started reading that one, and yeah, then I started yeah, yeah, reading. Yeah. Uh, I started reading Baby Teeth. Oh, okay. Have you never I've read? Been going, have you no. never read Baby Teeth before? No, it's I really good. honestly, it's really good. I've been going back and reading. Also has a vampire. In it. Yeah, I've been going back and reading shit that I forgot about because I had never finished uh, Birthright, and that was one of the books that made me a fan of Joshua Williamson, even okay. though I don't like a lot of the newer DC shit he's doing. But I like um, his Flash. But yeah, I did uh, Dark Knights of Steel. <laughs> I, I, I like Dark Knights, Dark Knights of Steel. I really do recommend Dark Knights of Steel to all of you all if you just want a different take on um, like a Game of Thronesy DC universe without the incest. Because I will deep. tell you, I will tell you, Ed Boy in the Cut. When I first opened that shit and saw Joker with a Green Lantern ring, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" I had like, and that's why I say I recommend it. But wait till that shit come out in trade, because. Mm. Good lord, the wait time. Uh, we got here. Uh, there's a couple. Um, let's see. It's coming. Well, we're gonna run these real quick because uh, I I meant to for this to be fast, and I see duplicate questions. So some of these will get uh any duplicates. Uh, I will will answer next week. Uh, or not duplicates, but like we're gonna try and keep it to like one person, one question per person. That way we're not here like all day. Uh. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kodama asks, is it possible that in Wakanda Forever that real bad guy may be, that the real bad guy behind everything may not appear till the end of the movie? It would be funny if Doom was behind it all. I don't know if it'll be Doom, but I definitely think that it's not, I don't think it's Namor. I don't think it's Namor at all. Uh, and is it possible that Yellow Jacket is still in Ant-Man? Uh, very likely. He'll probably, there's been rumors that he'll, he'll show up eventually at some point. Um... So there, there's that. That was kind of. I just weird. read the next question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question is from Felix. Who would you guys like to see taking over writing duties of the main Black Panther title after John Ridley's whack ass? I like John. Al Ewing. I wouldn't want to actually. Well, Al Ewing could do it, but uh, I would actually want. Um... I just and say it... that to annoy people because it's not. It's not a person of color. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that a person that wasn't of color wrote a Black Panther uh, comic. Cause well, Jason people Aaron, still going to be mad regardless. I was going to say Jason Aaron, because I really liked his... Uh, he didn't write... He only wrote two or three issues of Black Panther, but I liked it. Secret them. Invasion joint? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked it. I yeah, I really liked it. But I don't... I mean... But yeah, I don't have a problem. I, I think... I don't know. I don't, I'm, here, here's what I'm going to say. The same things that I'm hearing people say about John Ridley's Black Panther is the same thing that I was hearing people say about Ta-Nehisi Coates' Black Panther. And then when you get to the end of it, everybody's like, oh, no, that shit was fire. It was fire. It was fire from the start. 
So I feel like I want I want to wait and see. Call them the, out, big dog. I mean, I'm just saying because like I still remember I see I still to this day see some folks that whenever I bring up the Tanahasi Coats run, everybody's like, oh yeah, man, that shit was fire. It was fire. But I also remember y'all were some of the same ones that when I was originally posting videos about Black Panther, y'all were shitting on it. So I just want to point that out. Just hey, I'm not saying you can't change your mind, but I'm just saying I know why people don't like it. I know why people don't like it. It's because John Ridley, well, for one, he's ignoring a lot of the shit from the Tanasi Coast run. Same as how Donny Cates is ignoring a lot of stuff from the Al Ewing Immortal Hulk run. And not even so much ignoring, they're telling their own story. And I think people don't understand that that's something everybody does. It's kind of like nobody, I mean, because there were people who complained about the X-Men when House of X came out. When House of X came out, there were people who complained that it ignored a lot of the stuff that had happened very recently. So it kind of made it seem like none of those stories mattered. And here's the thing. They still matter. Because you know why? You can still go back and read them. Because they, 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 they can still matter. Now, the only thing that he's done in this run that I don't like, and I've said this in a video that I put out for it, and I've said it multiple times, I don't like that he broke up Storm and Black Panther. I was like, because Ta-Nehisi Coates literally spent his, most of his run putting them back together, and now John Rose like, no. Break the motherfuckers up. But the other reason I think people don't like it is because he's deconstructing T'Challa. He's deconstructing him in a way that a lot of people don't like. And basically he's proving that T'Challa is human. That he can feel human emotions. And there's also that, and I know some people aren't crazy about the idea of civil war. Uh, I think after the first one, I think people's it, it kind of wore out its welcome pretty quick. Uh, civil War Two left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. But I'll go to tell you right now, they, and while it won't be like, I don't think it'll be a major crossover event, they are gearing up for like uh, what I would call a soft Civil War 3 or a Civil War 2.5 between Cap and Black Panther, which is funny because that quote I said earlier about being on the wrong side, of, uh, on, the op on the opposing side of Captain America means you're on the wrong side. T'Challa was the one who said that. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, let's get into questions. From the chat, and we're going to be kind of quick on this one because, once again, trying to stay under three hours because it seemed like we were going that direction and then not to not blaming this on that, but we kind of went off on a, 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 a tangent there for a little bit, uh, uh, which yeah, I think was something people needed to hear, but it was just an unexpected one that I didn't plan for uh, on time. <laughs> so let's go back. Carter, I don't know if you see any... Uh, we've got... Um, uh, let's see, I see one here from Keith Petty says, uh, do you still read Firestarter? Just, uh, bought the huge hardcover trade paperback recently. You know, honestly, no. I don't think I, let me, I'm trying to remember, what was the last, what was the last one that I read? Hmm, I don't remember. Yeah, no, I don't remember. Um... Let's see here. Uh, do we have anything else in here? Any other questions? I'm going back and looking because usually by this point there's something Yeah, I'm looking here. too. I'm not seeing anything. Uh, how was Titan Season 4 for you? Well, it hasn't finished. So uh, I haven't seen the premiere yet. But I've heard some good things. So I'm going into it very optimistic. I don't... Personally, I don't hate Titans. Uh, uh, Carter is the one that doesn't care for it. Um, 
I like it just fine. Um, while and I will say something. You know what? I'm gonna say something controversial here. While I enjoy Doom Patrol more, I am starting to not enjoy it as much. That's I, I kind of started the last season, season three. Not gonna lie. While I enjoyed the early parts of it, I didn't like the back half of it. So I'm hoping season four is better. It's it was kind of weird. I actually kind of slick started liking Titans more than Doom Patrol with their but, uh, current last uh, seasons. Plastic Girl got on your fucking nerves, didn't it? Yes. Well, no. Uh-huh. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. No. Are you referring to Plastic Girl as in? Uh, was it Rita Skeeter? Or Elastigirl. You... Oh, Elastigirl, yeah. Yeah, I was say, are you referring to Rita, or are you referring to the other chick? <laughs> oh, not, not the older woman. No, no, no. Okay, not yeah, from no, Sabrina. No. Not from no, Sabrina. No, okay, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. She did get on my nerves a lot, actually. And the whole thing they were doing with that group, I didn't like that. I thought it was dumb as fuck. Uh, that was where I was like, okay, y'all didn't... Not everything Grant Morrison ever made or, or put out there needs to be adapted. Just keep that in mind. Um, <clears throat> Bill says, what comics will you be uh, pre-ordering to make an extensive uh, run possible? My money's on Scarlet Witch and uh, Monica Rambeau's uh, Photon. Um, I kind of already get the impression Monica Rambeau's is going to be more of a... More of just a mini series that won't go any further than that, but I definitely will be getting that one just to to maybe change because because you know to be fair they did that with Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy was only supposed to be I think be like five issues and it's it got upgraded to ongoing because you know people loved it so much. So I'm hoping that will be the case with that. As far as as far as any other comics that are coming up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, have you read the Fantastic Four Judgment Day? Sue really shines in those books. Um, I personally did not enjoy the Fantastic Four uh, Judgment Day uh, tie-ins. Actually, well, and I think it's largely because I was waiting for them to actually tie into Judgment Day. And they don't. Uh, not really. Not in the strictest sense. There is just shit that happens while Judgment Day is going on in the background. I think I even joked about this with Carter that the I think the second issue, it literally ends with them looking up, seeing the progenitor, giving them a thumbs up, and that's the end of it right there. That's that's the part that tied into Judgment Day. Everything else didn't really, at least as far as I could tell, didn't have much to do with nothing about it. But I didn't care for it very much. Um, Y'all ready to have uh, them bring Vic uh over to titans oh wait here actually meant to be showing the questions jesus my bad y'all um maybe honestly they couldn't you know if they actually took the actor from doom patrol and just placed him over there on titans i'd be perfectly fine with it uh, cause I actually think Cyborg being on the tight uh, on the, on Doom Patrol is kind of weird. Like, I mean, I like him on there, but like, it's just weird to me that he is on there. I don't know. Especially cause I feel like if you wanted to take another character that was more r- actively on Doom Patrol, at least as far, I don't even, <sighs> my mind's hazy. Was Cyborg on Doom Patrol? 
Yes. Like the comics, like but like for I mean like for an extensive amount of time. Yes. When was he on there? Morse I don't remember. Stuff. Huh? The more okay, that okay, there you go. That settles it then. Uh <laughs> that settles it. That explains a lot of things. I would have rather they had gone with somebody like Bumblebee, another character that was also uh on the Doom Patrol. Um but uh yeah, I don't know. I yeah. It is what it is. I hate, I just hate it because, like, I feel like he would be better served on Titans, if that makes any sense. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. uh, let's see, Warren Register. I just, I said, I think John really realized how unsustainable Black Panther and Storm's relationship is with both of them having opposing priorities. That is, that makes a lot of sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. I, I and honestly, and you, know, you know, earlier when I said, when I tell my wife something very logical and she's like, you know what, that makes sense, but my brain just doesn't work that way. That's kind of how I feel with this. It's like, I get that. I actually totally get that. And I accept that. And at the same time, I hate that. <laughs> but it does make a lot of sense. Um, it says, what do you think about that 1,000-year blood arc? What are we talking about here? Are we talking about anime? I'm talking about anime. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, no. No, I think it is. I think that is Bleach. I think that's what the name of that Bleach joint is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I have not watched any of it yet. And I will go ahead and say right now, even if I did, I wouldn't expect a favorable answer from me because, by and large, not a huge fan of Bleach. Uh, does it bother you that the cinematic and TV versions of comics aren't always comic book accurate? No. Unless it's something pivotal. Like, case in point. There's a... I think Sandman did a great job of adapting. Because it didn't over-adapt. And it changed some things. It made changes where things were necessary. Um, House of the Dragon did something similar. But then you start getting to the territory of stuff like Sin City, which is so slavish to the comics. Why am I even reading? Or why am I even watching it? I've already read the I've read the comic. I don't need to watch this movie because technically I've already seen it. And while I did love Sin City when it originally came out, I don't like that movie anymore. My opinion of that movie is completely flip-flopped. Like it was a cool novelty to see a comic book movie that literally was just like the comic. But that shit doesn't always translate well. Um, uh, Ibrahim Robinson, have you ever thought about writing your own comic blurb? I actually am. So, funny story. I actually do write. Um, and I actually have written. Nothing that's been published. Um, and more recently, I've actually been writing two separate character bibles. Uh, or, or story bibles for two completely different projects. Uh technically three i always have ideas i just i never it's one of those things that I, I get to a point where i write them i write so much of them so okay to give you a little background uh there are three particular stories that i have kind of pulling around in my head and i'm trying to pick one to focus on hardcore and then move on from there to others uh as i see fit uh and i also have a tabletop rpg uh that is comic book themed uh, that I wanted to create that actually play tested and it works. It actually is a working system. Um, 
But uh, I and I even kind of made lore behind it. So yeah, I I do a lot of writing. Uh, but I'm not gonna lie, doing the channel kind of robs me of a lot of that time. <laughs> so sometimes I do it when I'm watching TV. Uh, and you know, I try to do it when I'm watching something that has nothing to do with the type of thing that I'm writing. Uh, so case in point, the the one story I'm working on that's more supernatural focus. I try not to watch shit like, well, I'm not watching supernatural, supernatural? anymore. Over. But yeah, but I try. Yeah, I try not to watch shit like Constantine, supernatural stuff like that. So that way, I'm not cribbing ideas from it. Actually, you know it's not over actually. Well, no, I know. They're, they're doing the whole Winchesters, whatever thing. Yeah, that too. So, and, and, and this, it may seem weird to some people. When I write stories, I actually try to come up with ideas that are nothing like the base. So, like, let's say, case in point, and this isn't really news. I've talked about it before. One of the comic ideas that I'm writing is inspired by Constantine. And I remember, uh, I think I've actually talked about this before, but doing like a story about a character like Constantine, but if he were black, um, an American, but, uh, but instead of just being like, Oh, this is Constantine one for one for one. The inspiration kind of stops there. And the thing I draw my inspiration from, from you know, from the opposite end of that spectrum, is Luther. It's like, so what if Constantine, instead of having you know John Constantine, what if it was Idris Elba? That's the idea. And Luther has nothing to do with anything supernatural related. <laughs> At least not in the strictest sense. Um, let's see here. Will there be a secret X-Men crossover aside from uh, Sins of Sinister and uh, Fall of X? Uh, funny. On the mutant viruses as seen in uh, X-Men Red, uh, Legion of X Marauders, and uh, New Mutants. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe. There's a possibility. I'm not really... I won't lie. There is... Um, I read the recent issue of New Mutants. I I honestly don't remember. I kind of skipped some books uh, over the last few weeks just for time's sake. But uh, I definitely think we're not overdue for um, any viruses. Uh, I feel like viruses stay hitting the X Men, even though they don't actually happen that often. But uh, yeah, uh, wasn't Beast Boy on the Doom Patrol in the books? Yes, he was. Uh. Uh, would you like to see a variant comics crossover with DC or Marvel? I'd be interested in that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see here. It sounds like you do some, uh, uh, Kickstarters and Indiegogos to get some of these, uh, funded, especially if you have a decent chunk, uh, to show as a starting point. Yeah, I, yeah, is it, oh, plus an active, uh, YouTube community, vid, social, etc. Yeah, I mean, that is the, kind of the plan. I will do it eventually. It's just, I also kind of held off on it, too, because while I've been actively working on these things, like, since even before I started a YouTube channel, I also didn't want people going, oh, see, look, rip it and put a comic out. Now he trying to do it. He's copying Rip. It's like, no, I was working on one probably before Ripa thought to do one. And honestly, I haven't even read Ripa's. So I don't even... I, I honestly could... Honestly, couldn't even tell you what the name of it was. Actually, I can tell you now because someone on Twitter kept asking me about it. And I didn't realize what they were talking about. And now that I do, I'm kind of like, oh, well, now I know what to avoid. Cool. 
Oh, uh, all I'm see. saying is, if your little bro can do it, you can do that shit, Ernie. Especially if you have Bibles. Oh yeah, no, I got, I have two. I have two. I, I'll put this. Way, I have two and a half character Bibles. Uh, one for one story, one for another story, and one for another story. None of these three stories are anything like the other. They are all incredibly different, and only one of them is actually superhero themed. Uh, the rest of them are not. Like they're not. Like only one of them could be even. Like like one is Super Sentai, Common Rider inspired. The other one's kind of Constantine inspired. The other one don't got shit to do with anything. It's actually completely. Yeah, I don't want to say anymore because I don't. It's. Not the most original idea, but it's something original to me, so I don't want to say You can't be out here thinking about what other people are going to think. Put your shit out there, Doc. Oh, no, I I mean, I am. I will. If the, people the, if people are going to bring, bring up your little brother, then let them. You still, they're probably going to be two completely different books. Oh, they would be. So let um, the motherfuckers <laughs> talk. I, I, the well, the book, other thing, the too, little is... The came out with a book, the big brother came out with a book. And drop your shit, dog. <laughs> Well, if anything, I think mine might be more uh, readable, but that's another story. Anyway, that's the show, y'all. That is the show. I hope you all enjoyed. We are... Uh, oh, here we got a $2 super chat from Abraham Robinson. He said, thank you, Carter. I didn't see that earlier. I somehow missed that. Let's see. Um, But yeah, that is the show. I think that's it. I don't have anything else, Carter. Do you have anything else? I don't have anything else. I'm going out to go hunt for a PS5 because Sony gave me the refund for the PS5 a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, somebody asked about that in the uh, Discord. I was gonna say I did. I just well, there, you, the, go. there yeah, you go. That's answered. We'll save the other one that Kadama had in there for next week because, like I said, we got to get out of here. Uh, that's over three hours. I didn't want to even get this far. Um. Anyway, thank you all so much, everyone that you know, came in. Uh, hit the like button, all that good stuff. Uh, I noticed we are still, uh, we're still 185 likes. We get, you know, on the way out, hit that like button. Also, um, we'll be back next week. We are probably going to do a separate, uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, movie review. Because I think we're both going to go see it Thursday. And we'll probably put out a video then. And then we'll get in, and when we come to the Blur Cave, we'll kind of do a little brief review of it for those that either didn't catch that or for whatever reason somehow missed it. But we're mostly going to be talking spoiler discussion on Saturday uh, by that point. So just want to give everybody a fair warning on that. But um, but anyways, that is the show. I hope we see you all next time. We really appreciate you. Uh, thank you for all the love, support, the chats, the super chats, the memberships, the lurking, the questions, uh, the likes, the shares, all that good stuff. And, of course, uh, for Blur Koa, for Earth's Mighty Subscribers, Carter Presents, I'm the Blur Without Fear, and Hogan, you can go to hell. Bye!